see change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. And we're live. And add pros. Oh, nope. Okay. Are we good? Fucking shit. What's up, Wolfpack? How the fuck are we doing tonight? Some bullshit. Got rudely awakened fucking from a nice three-hour power nap, I I guess. These guys just wouldn't leave me the hell alone. Let me get some rest. Oh, I'm going to start tagging people. Uh, I'm putting myself on mute. Apologize for being late. That was, like, totally my fault. <laughs> Admins have been trying to get a hold of me since, like, 7.30. I was out. I literally fell asleep around five o'clock. So uh, I'm gonna tag people. I'm gonna let somebody else do some introduction. We did have some minor technical difficulties, but the majority of the delay was for Chris's nappy nap. So, anyways, um, I'm Ed, um, Ed or uh, moderator here, bullshitting with the beards. It's uh, the big ticket here. Uh, tonight is Friday night. Uh, live meeting. So anybody that wants to join is more than welcome to send a message to one of us four and we will get you the link to join our live. Uh, we are talking about topic, which our topic is the same as it was on Tuesday as it has been all week. Um, the three key points of uh, making sacrifices, managing your time and planning your day. I had to think about it there for a second. Um, so with that being said, we also have Tiffin and Becky, why don't you girls go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Becky. I'm one of the moderators. I'm Tiffin, one of the other moderators. You're the manager, hush. Whatever works. And as always, we have our rambling rooster himself, Chris. <laughs> Sleepyhead rooster, get it right. Sleepyhead rooster. We, today, that is, that is accurate. That is very accurate. So, while he's going ahead and doing that, I'll go on, go on, go ahead and I'm going to read our daily, well, I shouldn't say daily, but our affirmation card for this meeting. And affirmation cards do not always apply to today. They don't apply to, yes, to tomorrow. You can apply an affirmation card to yourself whenever. I'm just reading these to give somebody a one-up, okay? That's, that's all it is. And these are really freaking awesome. I was about to show you before I read it. That's not happening. Okay, hold on. Here we go. So... Today is a fresh start. Tomorrow is a brand new day that I will embrace as a new beginning and make the most of this day. Now, this card, I don't, I don't read, I don't shuffle through, uh, no, no, no. I don't pick through these cards to find the best one that I like for the day. I literally shuffle these and just pick one from somewhere in the middle. And this card, I think, is really kind of awesome for this topic because after this if you take this to heart to head and you apply this what's talked about tonight in this card you're going to make some serious you can make some serious changes and that i just i love these cards like the way they just seem to tie into what we're talking about is freaking awesome so oh i'd just like to add for those of us or those of you watching if you have a question or a comment Please put it in all caps so we are sure to catch it. Thank you so much. 
Absolutely. I was actually just about to get to that, but that, thank you, Becky. Thank you. So with that being said, I'm actually going to uh, switch over so I can see uh, our comments whenever they come in. Sure. So Chris, how are you doing over there, buddy? Are you ready to rock? No? Okay. Well, he may so, not be ready to rock, but we can roll. Yeah. So just to kind of go into a little bit of depth here on the topic i'm good now try to do okay good what we're going to try to do tonight is actually give some further in-depth explanation of each individual thing such as making sacrifices and what that truly means and what it kind of boils down to same with you know the managing your time like what you can do to manage your time like we cannot actually help you schedule your day today that is that is on you to schedule your day but we can give you key points and highlights and what you can do to help better yourself and that that's that's what we're going to do like we're, we're going to give you we're going to try to give you the tools and instructions you need you have to use them to make them work so i think that's more or less what we're going to try to hit on tonight correct me if i'm wrong okay well with that being said does anybody want to jump in have anything to add or say before I get on to my role, does anybody have anything to say before I jump in and I get on my bandwagon here, guys? Oh, no. No, oh. take that shit. All right. All right. All right. I got you. So, me and my lovely self, I don't know if you can read, but you're not supposed to, took a lot of notes. Made a lot of notes today. And I sent them to the moderators earlier. And... Uh, Chris said this actually helped him. The only part is, is he didn't schedule in a nap today and he took a damn nap, which we kind of called it. So anyways, with that being said, um, I don't really know where to start. So we'll just kind of start with sacrifice. Sacrifice from what I have read on the internet. So, I mean, it's got to be real. It's got to be legit. It's giving something up for a higher purpose sacrilege, not sacrilegious, sacrilege could be seen as giving things up for the wrong reason or lesser purpose. So say you really need to do this, but you're going to sacrifice doing it so you can just go and do absolutely nothing. Well, what are you getting done? Nothing. You're going to go and watch TV. You're going to go play a damn game. Like, Yes, you get downtime. I'm not talking about time, downtime. I'm not talking about self-care right now. I am talking about sacrificing things that can get you ahead instead of getting nowhere. So when you say yes to something, you're actually saying no to something else. So if I chose to say work rather than go to my child's basketball game, soccer game, swim meet, volleyball game, whatever i'm giving up one for the other there there's you got to sacrifice something maybe it's a bad example depends on who you are um there's also what's called parkinson's law and that states that you will that work will expand until it fills the time available so if you set a time frame like three hours i have three hours i need to clean the house Okay, you're going to bust your ass and fucking get it done in those three goddamn hours. But if you say, oh, I have all week to clean the house, guess what? You're going to push it off until the last minute. 
So no, ma no matter how much time you set, it will take that long. Sometimes it'll take longer, sometimes it'll take shorter. More time equals less effort, less time equals more effort. So the more effort you put into something, the less time it'll take. The less effort, the more time it'll take. Um, there's also the inflated idea of how long a task takes to complete. So you may sit there and say, oh, cleaning the house will take me all week to do it because I just don't have time. False, you have time. You have plenty of time, but you gotta sacrifice something else to be able to do that time, to do it in that time. Um, know what is important to you. What is important to you will ultimately depend on what you are willing to sacrifice and what you're not willing to sacrifice. Just for clarification, you did say know what, right? Yeah, it, it, it did sound like no one, but yeah, she, she said no what is okay. important. Know what is, is important, yes. Okay, okay. And then you've also got to think of what is worth more, time or money, because money equals time. Time equals money. They go hand in hand. So what's worth more, your time or money? One always dominates the other. Are you willing to spend more money because it's you have the convenience or are you rather spend the time and less money because you're not spending as much money and it's worth more? Um, being busy is often a guise to avoid critically important but uncomfortable actions. So with that being said, if you're always busy, you're not willing to look at the uncomfortable actions, uncomfortable feelings, uncomfortable emotions, uncomfortable situations, because you don't want to see it. You don't want to acknowledge that it's there. So what do you do? You keep yourself busy because if you're busy, you don't have time for that and you can't grow as a person and you can't, you don't, you are not putting yourself first. You are not willing to work on yourself because you are too busy for it. That's what I got on sacrifices. Anybody else have anything to add? No, no, I don't. I, um, there was something you said that actually reminded me of something that I saw earlier, and I was actually going to try to pull it back up, but I will find it. No worries. But it was the uh, your your words uncomfortable. Um, it 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 kind of triggered. So making changes to better yourself yeah it, it is uncomfortable but it, it's one of those things you have to do but i'm not going to go that's yeah i'm just gonna let that go for now but i will find it and i'll i'll uh tie it in later so i'm, I'm good chris did you have anything to add okay so time management and planning your day kind of goes hand in hand like you have okay so i'm just going to break it down but they, they are basically hand in hand <clears throat> Organize and prioritize. So you need to decide what is important versus what is urgent. Important is not always urgent, and urgent isn't always important. They are not equal to each other. They are two totally different things. What you determine as being urgent and what somebody else determines as being urgent are two different things. They are completely subjective. What you see as being important is somebody else's urgency. It's again, subjective. So I brought this example up earlier to someone is, okay, so I have to work, but something happened with my kids. Which one's more important? 
which one has more urgency? Okay, well, what happened to, with the kids? Well, it could be any number of things. You know, the school called me. They said, you know, hey, can they have, you know, Tylenol? Okay, that's, that's important, but it's not an urgency. Like, I don't need to give up work to go and give them Tylenol. Whatever. Just like, okay, so, again, work is important, but I get a phone call saying, oh, so-and-so at recess today fell and ended up breaking their arm. Okay, that's a little bit more, more urgent. I need to go and do this and handle this because this is urgent and it needs to be taken care of. Work isn't as important. Again, time versus money. <laughs> that's what it kind of boils down to. So then you also need to figure out what takes priority on a basis of high, medium, and low. Figure out everything that you want to do and figure out which one it takes priority. And then put them on your list and rank them from high, medium, low, and focus on your high priorities. Do one thing at a time, not multiple. So no, multitasking literally gets you nowhere. Then you have a bunch of projects started and you get nowhere and you're running in circles like, oh, I was doing this, which I'm gonna say women, I'm not saying men don't do it. I know, I know they do, but women are known for, okay, we're gonna clean the kitchen. Well, this rag is dirty. I'm going to go put it in the laundry. Oh, I need to start this load of laundry. Okay. So on and so forth. And then you're like, where, where I didn't even get the kitchen clean. And that was a high priority for me. Like you see what I'm saying? It's, it's typical with a lot of women. I'm not saying men don't do it because I've seen Ed do it. <laughs> kind of helped guide Chris this past summer through it. <laughs> so we all do it. Um, yes, you are less productive productive when multitasking. So then the other one is avoid distractions such as social media, your phone, the television. Um, I'm trying to think of something else off the top of my head, but those are the main ones that come to mind, you know, game systems. Yes. Thank you. That's a good one too. Um, so then you've also got to remember to take a break. You need to center yourself and just kind of walk away from it because sometimes you get overwhelmed in a situation and you're, then you're like, well, shit, I'm, I'm at a mental block. Okay, walk away, have your 10 minutes of downtime and come back. Delegate. This works for stay-at-home parents. This works for weekends. This works for evenings when you're at home. You guys are a family unit. Delegate tasks. Will it be to your standards on getting things cleaned how you want? No. Guilty. Honey, I need you to clean this. Uh, I don't like the way you're cleaning this. I'll just do it. I have to lessen and like, not lessen, but let go of my OCD and be like, you know what? It's clean. It's fine. He did it. I can't complain. He did what I asked. It's okay. I don't have to do everything. Um, say, say no. And this goes along with the whole sacrifice thing. Um, saying yes leads to being overwhelmed and make realistic schedules guys. Um, time management, once you get really, really good at it can actually be shifted to task management instead of just time. It, it, it can, it can go down to your task. Like you got your time management here, but then you've got your task where you can be more efficient, more effective. And then again, time equals money. Um, 
you're only competing with yourself. You are not competing with anyone else in this world. You are competing with yourself. How can you improve? How can you get things done better? How can you be more efficient, more effective? Um, positive effects. I know Chris is going to like one of these. It ends procrastination, more family and friend time. So you don't have to give up on that stuff. Like once you, once you get there, you can have more family and friend time, less stress, time is money. You'll have a better positive or a better mood. You'll be more positive, better prioritization. You'll know what's important to you and what is not, or not as important. Efficiency versus effectivity and improved self-discipline, boys. I say boys, but you're men. I'm sorry. I apologize. Improved self-discipline. Increase in productivity, which means that once you get really good, you can get more shit done. And then you can make those plans to be like, I can go hang out with my friends and my family and I can go do this and I can go do that. Why? Because I don't have all this stress here at home. I don't have all this shit to worry about at home I don't, or at work or whatever you're doing. And I went and looked at multiple websites and it, these tips and everything else is actually from people that are successful. So just so you know, I'm not pulling this shit out of my damn ass. Sometimes, you know, I do, but you know, this time definitely not. So that's what I got for now. I do have a dry erase board to actually show you guys stuff in which, Ed, I'll need you to come out. Not yet. I don't know if everybody's ready for that, meaning Becky and Chris. So um, we'll actually show you kind of how we plan our day and week. So this way you can see what we do. And what we do is not going to necessarily be helpful for you or what you need to do, but it gives you an idea of how it can be done. So that was really awesome stuff. It really was. Um, there were a couple parts I wanted to question. Um, if you could actually, can I actually, can I actually get your notes? Yeah, I'll be uh, in there in just a minute. Ed, do you mind if, uh, while you guys are doing that, can I bring up a few things? Have at it, buddy. Uh, so this did help me today. Like Tiffin did say, um, and, and in my plans, I did not schedule a nap. I guess I should have scheduled a nap, but, uh, <coughs> I, I, I do apologize <coughs> for us being late tonight. That was totally my fault. Like I, I fell asleep around now that I'm actually thinking it wasn't five o'clock. It was actually around four 30. I was just on the phone with uh, Tara. Put that on the back porch, or not on the back porch, right, right there by the dryer. Um, sorry, I'm delegating. I'm delegating. I'm getting shit done while we're doing this, so I'm making kids do shit that I should have done earlier. <laughs> uh, Look at you using those tips in action. Love damn, it. Damn right. But a uh, couple things that put that beside the dryer and the wall. Okay. Sorry. A um, couple things. Um, I do want to remind everybody to let them know that the uh, the group lives, bullshitting with the beards, and um, the Friday group live, I feel like I'm missing something. I know my, my stuff. Um, we, to, next week starts our off week. Uh, that will be on the 1st. Um, well, it'll be technically... Uh, 
it will be, I don't my calendar's not popping up. Nothing was okay. There we go. So Monday is the thirty-first. Yep, Monday is the thirty-first. Uh, put that in the office. Monday is the thirty-first. We will be taking that whole week as a break, like we you know discussed before, and then we'll come back on the seventh. Um, wanted to get that out there to kind of remind everybody. I will be making freaking sure I, I, we post and like, you know, I don't, I haven't decided whether I'm going to still do my lives slacked off a couple times this week. I mismanaged my time and I was, you know, actually remodeling closet, trying to get some other shit done. But so with, as what Tiffin was talking about and this whole thing, like she come up with this and it was fucking fabulous. Like I loved it. We had a meeting last night and she, she understood the assignment. She definitely understood the assignment. And uh, go ahead, Becky. Sorry, I see your hand raised. Okay. With the, everything that Chris just said about us taking the week off, that doesn't mean that any group member, if you want to go live, you, you can. By all means, please feel free to go live if you feel the need to. I just wanted to throw that out. I'm done. Yes, yes, please. Yeah. Still go live. We're still here available to talk. We're still here, you know, uh, uh, if anybody needs any help or anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we're, we're still here. This is just kind of the new schedule I come up with to kind of give us a break and not let us admins get so burnt out um, like we kind of were at the, uh, this end of the year. So I'm really hoping this, this, you know, lets us come back and recharge now. You know, even though we're taking a break, we're still going to have a meeting. We're still going to try to discuss, you know, you know, that's just us admins. We're going to discuss, see, you know, see if, you know, come up with a game plan for the next week and, and everything else. But as far as, you know, what Tiffa was talking about, like, I loved this earlier. Like, I woke up to it. She, you know, this morning she had, you know, uh, took pictures and, and, and it was like, it was so well broken down that it was like, it actually finally clicked for me because over the summer I got so overwhelmed I had to call Tiffin and I actually reached out probably you know for the first time that's how me and um I think uh Tiffin's like friendship really started like we were talking before we were cool before but like we really started like when this happened because I reached out because I was just so overwhelmed. I wasn't, you know, thinking about committing suicide, wasn't having bad thoughts. It was just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can't get anything done. Like, I just, I feel like I'm so overtasked, overwhelmed. Like, I just, I wasn't getting shit done. And I had, a, you know, a whole bunch of things going on in my uh, life, not just with the farm, but it was everything else. We started talking, blah, blah. Well, she coached me through. She became my manager at the time. And coached me through and like she was legit like handling my schedule and messaging me and making sure that, you know, it was like, hey, you know, this is what I want to get done today. So she was messaging me at different points of the day. Are you getting this done? Hey, you're supposed to be doing this. Like I basically for like, I think a month, like she took over my life and she was like reminding me. Now, what I say, I was probably the most fucking asshole employee ever like she she'd message me hey you're supposed to be doing this and i'd message her fuck you don't tell me what to do i'm i'm a man like this and that knowing damn well while i'm doing you know while i'm telling her this i'm doing it because she reminded me to do it but i was just give, being an ass and just giving her a hard time so she she definitely earned her earned her respect for a kid that during that time but it wasn't until 
today. And we've had many conversations after this, you know, like, you know, everything. But when she messaged me like this breakdown of everything that it wasn't till today that I, it, it finally clicked. It was like, holy shit. Like that's, that's what, you know, like it really is like, you know, it was like, you know, that's what, you know, I've been looking for. Like it finally helped me understand. And so I, I today, you know, freaking when I sat down and I did my, I did my planning, you know, my planning, my day, you know, freaking was managing my time. I'm like, there was a few things that I, you know, I've got going on. I needed to switch out my washer and dryer. Um, I'm remodeling a closet for my girlfriend. Uh, there was something else. There was one more thing. I can't remember what that third thing it must not have been that priority or that, that, that important. Uh, Take oh, cleaning the office. It was supposed to be cleaning the office. Yeah, taking a nap. Taking a nap was like fucking just ruled it all. Uh, but it was actually, it was cleaning the office. And so when I sat down, to me, it was like, okay, I'm right in the, literally in the middle of tearing apart this closet. Like, this is my priority. When all actuality, my girlfriend had said something earlier in the day before she left for work and she, you know, and what she said had made sense. She was like, Hey, you know, uh, when you get time, she's like, I know you got a lot going on. She was like, you don't have to right now, but when you get time, can you switch out the washer and dryer? Cause, uh, she has a bigger and, 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 and nice, nicer up more updated washer and dryer than what I have. I've got old ones. I'm not fancy. And, uh, she was like, you know, if, if you get that done, you know, she's like, when you get time, now, it doesn't have to be today. You know, I'm just reminding you later on, maybe this weekend sometime. And she was like, well, you know, uh, and I never asked her. I told her, I was like, okay, you know, yeah, I'll get to it sometime. And she's like, well, the, uh, she's like, well, you know, when you get, I was like, I've been trying to wait till I get the laundry caught up, you know, and when I get the laundry caught up, then I'll move everything out and be able to switch it out. Right. And she was like, well, you know, my washer and dryer, like you can fit three loads to your one. Like it's supposed to be a max thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then it fucking clicked and it was like, well, fuck, I can do three, three fucking loads to my one. Like, well, that's, that's priority right there. Plus I had a time frame that I didn't have to get this done, but I actually like thought about it. Like it was like around, I don't know, 11 o'clock noonish, somewhere around there. And I was like, well, okay, like I have to go pe start picking up the kids. I have to leave the house around 2.10 to get them from school and then get them from the baby moms, like all this. I was like, so that gives me roughly around two to three hours. Like I can get this washer and dryer done in this time frame, but I can't get the closet done in this time frame. I can't get cleaning the office done in this time frame. You know, what's, what's the priority here? And then, you know, I actually sat down and wrote out like, you know, freaking a list. These are the three things. And then I sat down and I wrote out the pros, like the, you know, the pros, not, not the cons, but I was like, this is why I think, you know, I need to do this one first. And this, you know, and I gave out like, you know, three or four different ones for each one. And then I went through and was like, okay, obviously washer and dryer. I have the time right now. It will in the, in the near future, it will actually save me time to get more of the loads or washing done and all this. Like I will actually, you know, be able to get more freaking laundry done at one time, get caught up quicker. So like Tiffin shit, like really helped when I sat down and did it today. Go ahead, Tiffin. I'm 
I'm done. I just wanted to throw that in there because I wanted to, sh you know, like show everybody or like, hey, like this actually fucking works. I appreciate you, Chris. I, I really do. I, I do appreciate you. Um, one thing in creating a schedule, you have to be flexible. Things are going to come up. Things are going to happen. And it's going to completely throw you off kilter. So this is where the delegation comes in. This is where the what's important, what the, what is urgent comes into play. So you have to keep that in mind when you're scheduling something that you are going to do. Like if Ed and I were going to say, start on a project in the house. Okay. We have three months to get it done. Okay. We have three months to get it done, but something comes up like, our time frame gets shortened to one month. Are we going to start that? No. Are we going to, you know, go with the flow? Yeah. I mean, like, you have to learn to go with the flow. You have to learn how to adjust your schedule as well. Could we do a project in one month? I'm sure we could. We've done it before. Um, but for what we want to do, it'll probably take us like two to three months. So if I heard that, hey, we have three months right now, but it's going down to one month, forget it. I'm not going to start that project or fill in like, again, I'll have to show you with the, the uh, dry erase board because that'll really actually help show you what I'm referring to. Um, but I just wanted to throw out there like you have to know when you can be flexible when you can't be flexible, what takes priority, what doesn't take priority, and how you're going to handle those curveballs because they they often happen. I'm done for now, guys. Somebody else, or Ed, did you figure it out? Yeah, I got a little bit here. So after going over your notes, which I read part of your notes. I think I read all your notes earlier. No, I read part of your notes. It doesn't matter. So but actually hearing you say it, as opposed to me reading, it, it just kind of had things clicked a little differently, right? So one of the things you had said was, you know, in your notes, something about, where was it? Oh, po and, and positive effects for the uh, planning your day and time, time management, you know, is the increase in productivity. Well, which which is true, absolutely. I, I'm not denying that in any means, but to kind of go further in depth with the, uh, the increase of productivity is um, how it relates back to less actually potentially having to have less sacrifices because at, at a certain point when you have an increase in productivity, you're able to accomplish more in less time. So then at that point, you actually have more time in your day to accomplish more, which gives you the ability to have less sacrifices and, and get more. I, I wrote a whole freaking thing here. Uh, but uh, it's like increase in, pro in productivity in relation to, I don't even know what that word is. Huh. That's awesome. Oh, I know it. Increase in productivity in relation to in the inflated idea of how long a task should take to complete. Uh, it it kind of leads to, to the point where you're more proficient. It's going to take less time, and then you can get more shit done, so on and so forth. Well, that, that's all that really is. I guess that's really not much there. Just just a little bit more explanation. With, and then the uh, the whole thing, you're only competing with yourself, not anyone else. And I do agree with that. But at the same time, 
I, you are only competing with yourself, but like some people, it helps them to actually improve themselves if they have um, a role model. So like if they can see somebody else is able to do this, this, and this, like it may actually help them to like, well, I want to model myself after this person. I want to be like them. And you can do that. And if, it, if you have to model yourself after someone to, to get yourself to a, a, a higher standard or a higher productivity level or whatever it may be, and, and go ahead and do that. But remember, you're not trying to be like them. You're trying to become a better version of yourself. You're just modeling yourself after how they are. So in which case, you're still competing with yourself. You're not competing with them because they are on a completely and totally different level. You are on your level. Even if you say Chris and I were on. Okay, go ahead, Becky. Sorry. I just want to add, it's like you're taking a page from their book. Yes. Ed, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. So, like, Chris and I, we could, be, we could be so similar in so many different things. And our levels could be, like, like this, like, even with each other. But we're still not on the same level. I mean, his experience and my ex experiences and how we've, we've pushed through and gotten through things are, are completely different. So, like, we may look like this even like even tiff and i may look like this or whomever it could be we may look like we're on the same level but i can guarantee you no one is on the same level with another person there there's it is not possible so i mean that's just a little bit of tidbit that i had was pulling from your notes just kind of thinking about stuff that you were saying uh, chris or becky either one tiffin oh chrissy go ahead chris if you're ready uh, are you good, Tiffin? Are you still going with your stuff? Okay. Uh, so, couple things um, that I have. Uh, one, I because it was it, it's fresh, so I'm gonna bring up these couple things, and then I'm gonna I wanna I wanna get back or go rewind a little bit. But with like Ed, <coughs> Ed, <coughs> hold on real quick. Sorry, I'm trying to clear my throat. So Ed, you know, talking about modeling yourself with somebody else. Um, I do that with myself as basically my mentor that don't know he's my mentor is Eric Thomas. Like, you know, uh, I really like, like he is my favorite moto video, uh, or motivational speaker. Like I, I really, um, not idolize just like he's, He's where I want to be. He's the level I want to eventually see myself on. Now, you know, um, that man is a, is a powerhouse and, you know, uh, <laughs> taking naps is three hour naps is not going to get me there. But, uh, I remember one time when me and me and Tara first started dating and, you know, was telling her about this, you know, and, uh, like I'd wait, I was, you know, and still in a routine where I, w I was waking up every morning. Uh, first thing I do is just, uh, you know, <laughs> and I know we're saying the opposite here of like, you know, don't, I, I said the other day, don't touch your phone for 30 minutes, you know, 30 before 7.30, you know, don't fuck with your phone. Part of my routine, though, is when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is put on a YouTube motivational video. And then that gets my day going. I'm not sitting here playing on Facebook. I'm not sitting here texting people. I'm not, you know, doing that. I'm, you know, I'm listening to moto videos. So, like, kind of what Ed was saying, you've got to, you've got to um, make this into your thing. Like, you know, uh, go ahead, Ed. 
So, okay. I'm not disagreeing with you on the, the uh, 30 before 7.30. Me, personally, I, I don't touch my phone in the morning until whatever. But, like, if you were – for this is my input on it. If you were actually using your phone for a productive matter or as a morning motivational or something like that, I can excuse that and see that as acceptable. But if you're getting on your phone first thing in the morning to scroll Instagram, Facebook, whatever the hell it is, you're wasting your goddamn time. Don't, don't, don't do that. Do not do that. Use it for something productive, something that is going to help and better yourself. I, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm, I'm good. No, yeah, you're good. That, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Sorry, I'm still not fully awake. No, that if you're using it for something productive, if you're listening to YouTube mo, mo, or Moto videos uh, in the morning, if you know, if you're listening to music or inspirational things or you know or you're doing yoga in the morning or you're you you have uh work at youtube workout videos you know that's fine but like what ed said like specifically just don't get on there to scroll fucking facebook and, and tiktok and and shit that's not going to do anything for your time right now uh i i'm gonna walk away but i'm i'm still talking I feel a big draft coming through the house, so that means usually one of the kids left the dang doors open. Nope, I'm I'm feeling things. Uh, so <clears throat> that you know, definitely like use it for productivity. You know, I I harp on people so much about fucking you know using their phones for 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 nothing when you legit have like one of the you know phones nowadays are almost you know more more powerful than a laptop and a fucking computer nowadays like. And you have access to so many things instead of using it to waste your fucking life, actually use it to help further better your life. So um, when they do, when Mel Robbins does talk about like 30 minutes before 730, that's what she's talking about. Like she don't answer emails. She don't answer texts. She don't answer nothing. You know, when she first wakes up, she actually gets up. She's into her routine. Uh, she drinks her water, she exercises, she does, you know, this and that, you know, and all that. <clears throat> now with the modeling, like I was talking about, like, uh, with, with Tara, I had said one time, like she had noticed, you know, the whole, I'd listened to Eric Thomas and she was like, oh, you know, I, I kind of like him. I like what he's saying. And, and, you know, we got to talking about it and it was like, well, one day, like I'm basically, what? Well, how did I put it? Like one day I'm, I, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to overtake him one day, you know, he's not, you know, and I was explaining like how badass this dude is like all the things he's been through. Like, you know, he's number one. And I'm like, one day I will beat him. One day I will beat him. What she said, she was like, well, you know, that's kind of like, you know, you're, you're, um, not being conceited. I can't remember exactly what she was saying, but she was like, you know, you don't, you don't really want to kind of be like that. And I laughed and I smiled. I said, no, I said, you don't understand. Eric Thomas himself has challenged me and other people that he said, you will not outwork me. You will not outdo me. Like I am number one for a reason because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I post videos. I do this. I, you will not outdo me. And if you think you can, then come at me. So it was like, then I took it as a personal challenge and it was, you know, <clears throat> challenging myself. Now, and that kind of goes into what Becky said of taking a page from somebody else's book. Like, I've said it before. This shit that I'm saying, the shit that we're doing, you know, we're not in reinventing the wheel. Like, we're legit taking it from other places and this and that. Like, the YouTube videos, I've said before, like, 
I listen to YouTube Moto videos just so I can get inspiration about what I want to talk about and something will pop up to me and I don't like, I'm not plagiarizing or copywriting or like, you know, doing the exact same thing. I take it and I put my own spin with it. So take, some, take a page from somebody else's book, model yourself after them, but make it your own, you know, make it better. Like I've had people tell me in this group for so many times, cause I'm like, I'm just baffled sometimes. Why do people fucking listen to me? Why do people, you know, even, you know, come and watch me? You know, I, I don't get it. Like <clears throat> part of that's, you know, in my head of, you know, some shit that people have said about me, like you're, you're stupid and you know, freaking who's going to listen to you could listen to the way you talk, listen to the way you cuss, listen to the way you dress or look at the way you dress, look how you act. You know, it's not who the fuck's going to listen to you. I've had very, you know, people in this group say those, that exact same thing, but opposite, we come to you because you're real. We come to you because of how you are. We come to you because of the way you talk. We come to you because you're not wearing a three-piece suit. We can relate to you. Like, so the very thing that somebody tried to put me down with is the exact same thing people actually come to me for. So <clears throat> doing that, like, you know, taking a page from somebody else, but then making it your own. Like, I think that was, like, very important on those two aspects of what Becky and Ed said. Sorry, Ed, go ahead. So to kind of go on a little bit more of what you just – just a little tiny bit of what you just said. Like, you could be told something, you know, like, a hundred times, and a hundred times you just didn't understand or it just – you don't think it applied to you. But it could be the hundred and one time somebody says that same thing to you, but they say it in a different manner – and all of a sudden it clicks and it makes sense. So when you're, when you're taking what somebody else says and you're putting it into a different uh, a word set or in your own words, you could potentially, you are, no, you're not potentially, you are taking it into a form that could be understood by a, a, a different uh, group of people. Like there have been several times in the past I've been told something, you know, three, four, five times. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then somebody say it again in a slightly different manner. And I'm like, oh, I see. Now it makes sense. Okay. All right. That's, but that's, that's how it is. That's how it is. We all speak the same. Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of us speak the same uh, English, English language, but we don't always understand each other. So, it's that's uh what is it the communication comprehension so i'm just but uh, I, a little little fun fact here you were talking about you know uh your, your phones and how they're more powerful than a computer and a laptop and so on and so forth just a little fun little fact here on the internet that you have access to on your smart device you can go to the internet and on the internet there is over what is called a uh first off it's called a, a zeta byte and a zeta byte is actually one trillion gigabytes. So, of accessible information on the internet, that is just a, a huge category of everything. There are over forty zeta bytes. That is a ton of information. That, that's a ton. That is a ton. Now, think about how much of that information is actually information that you could use to better yourselves and 
how often are we not actually using this information to help better ourselves or, or to increase our knowledge or to learn more something about something other? We're just, you know, scrolling Facebook, TikTok, whatever, doing stupid shit, rotting our fucking mind instead of instead of growing it and building it. Like it, it, the Internet is it, it's a beautiful disaster, really, when it comes down to it. It's a beautiful disaster. It, it is misused and it, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. That, that's all I've got for the moment. I fucking agree, Ed. Fucking agree. I've said it on how many times. <clears throat> um, one more thing, and we'll let Tiffin get back to her thing. Uh, so she's talking about delegating. That it it kind of dawned on me that one of the things I had done without knowing I'd done it, but I knew I was doing it. It's like one of those like double edged things. Like, but um, like for example, I just had said a minute ago, like uh. I had the kids kind of cleaning up the, the, the laundry mess and putting stuff back while I'm here on live. I delegated, you know, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. I should have done it earlier, but guess what? I'm sitting here. I'm doing something. The kids ain't doing shit. I'm sure they're playing on the Xbox or playing upstairs. What the fuck they're doing? Nothing really important. So I can use them. Hey, you know, freaking, uh, I had them and, and you know what? I pay the bills and feed them. You know, I can tell them what to do some damn times. And, uh, so that got that done. And, you know, while I was doing something else, <clears throat> one of the things that I did that I didn't realize that, you know, I was doing at the time was creating the admins and finding Tiffin and Becky and Ed to help me do this stuff. Because like Ed said earlier, and I've, you know, I've said plenty here lately, I'm not on the same, you know, I'm on a different level than Becky, Ed and Tiffin. But just because, and that, that might be in one area, but it doesn't mean that I'm on the same level as what the fuck, you know, T Tiffin, I, I don't know if I could have broke this down, like what the fuck Tiffin did. Like she's on a different, you know, fucking definite, you know, uh, uh, different level than what the fuck I am in that area. You know, Becky, you know, I know she's on a different level of understanding and compassion and, 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 you know, being sweet and just like, you know, trying to feel what somebody else feels. I don't have that in me. I don't give a fuck how other people will feel. You know, like I can sympathize just a little bit, but I get to the point to where you're basically fucking annoying me. Like get over your shit. Quit crying about it. Let's work on it. Becky, on the other hand, she's more sympathetic about things. Ed, call that man fucking Albert Einstein and because of the way his fucking brain works. Like I sat there and watched him play with his fucking 3D planner and I'm like, bro, like you... This shit just comes in your head. You didn't use a fucking prototype or a plan or nothing. And I'm like, I'm fucking like, holy shit. So I've been saying this here lately. Like, you know, I'm on another level in where I'll say like, I'm on another level with this mental health stuff. I basically live, breathe and eat this shit. And I have the time. I, I do like, I don't have a, a, a regular job like Tiffin and Ed does. I have the time to be able to sit down and research and, and do all of this stuff where I, I do it constantly and so much. Not saying you still can't do that because I still do farm work. I still do housework. You can still do shit while you're listening to YouTube videos and everything like that. And, but <clears throat> with that, you know, freaking me actually having the time of doing all that, I knew a long time ago. I needed more people to be able to sit here and help me do this. I couldn't do this just all by myself. I just, I couldn't. 
it was draining me and then I disappear for three or four months because I didn't feel like freaking doing it no more. I'd get aggravated. I'd get done. You know, I was just overwhelmed ever since, you know, Ed and Becky and Tiffin uh, stepped in and started helping me in this and we've started creating this more. I didn't realize back then that I, I was delegating more stuff. I was, you know, stuff. Hey, can you do this? You know, can, and it was taking shit and stress and time. So off of me, so I could go do other shit. You know, there's been a few times where I've not been on live because I was out doing family shit or, you know, I was, you know, I might've been on live, but I wasn't, you know, uh, the Cleveland weekend, I was in the group live, but I wasn't, you know, participating a lot, but you know, those three took over for me and that is how it's been. So definitely don't be afraid to delegate something to somebody else. That's you, that you may not be on their level with. It's, you know, or, you know, that you think that you could, they could do better, but also to help because it, it does, like Tiffin said, it creates less stress for you. It gives you more time to get something else done. Like, you know, so many different things. So delegate the shit. All right, I'm done. I think that was all I got. But go ahead, Tiffin. And also by delegating things like, like you did with the kids and, you know, us, you are also teaching them new things as well and how to be confident and oh god i lost the word take pride in things too like you are teaching i, I think more of the kids like because that's where my main delegation is is at home with the kids like you are teaching them how to be adults and you're also teaching other people different things and kind of pushing them to grow so it's not always a bad thing to delegate. Like if you don't know how to do something, okay, I will take the 10 minutes out of my time to show you how to do it. That's a non-issue. I don't have an issue with that, but you are going to do it because you are going to need to know how to do this stuff down the road, mainly with my kids. You know, you're going to be an adult. You, you need to know how to mow the grass. You need to know how to clean a toilet. You need to know how to clean the kitchen. You know, you know, you, you need to know these things. I'm not going to be there forever, and I'll be damned if you bring your fucking laundry over to my house every goddamn time you need to do laundry and expect me to do it. There's a washer and dryer. Go use it your damn self. Like, we're sitting here doing this, and I told my middle one to go tell my youngest to switch over laundry. I trust her over him, and he's older than her. <laughs> but he did what I asked, and I hope, like hell, she did what I asked. So... You're also teaching them more responsibility, um, to grow more confident, to take pride in their things. So delegation is not always a bad thing. So either anybody else have anything to say? It, Go ahead, Becky. Sorry. It, no, you're fine. Delegation is actually a, really a wonderful thing. It's setting a great example for your children. It's things that they need to see because they're going to need to learn how to manage their time and everything in the future. So. Don't feel bad delegating a task to your kids, even if they whine and scream about it. You're teaching them a useful and helpful life skill. It's something they're not going to get in school. They're not going to get that in school. I'm done. <laughs> no, I was going to say that, you know, basically the same thing, Becky, like freaking. So, and I'm not, I'm not squirreling here. I swear I'm not. And we're not going to. We're not going to get into this whole friggin' topic, but I have wanted to for years and I've actually put together a big friggin' list of things I, I think I want my kids to know before they turn into an, into an adult. And I mean, it's, 
They're, they're, they're simple things all there of just, you know, greeting yourself to somebody, shaking, your, shaking you know, um, somebody's hand firmly, you know, man or woman, you know, shaking your hand firmly, looking them in the eye, saying, you know, with your, uh, uh, with your name, you know, like in confidence. There's, you know, quiet, you know, changing attire, you know, all different things that I want to teach my kids before they turn 18 that I know I wasn't taught as a kid or, you know, I didn't pick up on. But, you know, and nothing against my parents. They just more or less let me, you know, kind of be a kid and do my own thing and, you know, play fucking Xbox and PlayStation back then. And, and it's like, no, you know, I, I want to make sure my kids, you know, the things that I wasn't taught as a kid, I want to make sure they do. But one thing that I do delegate every Sunday, whether my kids like it or not, every Sunday. Now, it switches during um, the, during the summer months because I actually have them during the week and not every weekend. Um, but every Sunday, I actually make my kids. We start at about 10 o'clock, you know, usually maybe 9, 10 o'clock. Uh, is I, you know, we, I make them clean their rooms, clean the house, do the dishes. You know, do, you know we just, we concentrate on really cleaning the house. It, 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 that's what Sunday is for. Um, we, you know, make sure the house is clean. Uh, they've bitched in my, you know, a couple times and, you know, they've kind of been like, well, why do we have to clean every Sunday? Well, because y'all basically made messes all weekend and I have them clean up while they're making messes. Trust me, I get on to my kids, but I make them clean on Sundays because you're about to leave. It's not fair for me to sit here and have to clean up this entire house and you guys don't get to do nothing. Plus you're learning how to clean. You're learning how to do this shit. Now, kind of unknown to them that after they leave on Sunday, they, they do a good job. Don't get me wrong, but they don't do as good of a job as an adult would like that knows like, okay, you know, the toilet, even though I've shown them a thousand times, Hey, you have to clean up underneath the toilet on the floor where that, you know, nobody ever seems to freaking want to clean. And, you know, and I make sure I, I go back and I hit those spots during the week. They don't know that I'm, you know, actually during the week, I'm going back and hitting everything. But it does make it easier for me to where I don't have to spend so much friggin' time cleaning up after them like that. And it's teaching them all kinds of things of cleaning, taking care of themselves, responsibility, everything. So I wanted to hit that with the delegating part. On that, I, I think I'm good now. Technical difficulties there, babe? Um. Kind of, sort of, not really. It's not really technical difficulties. I think it's more of a bodily difficulties. All of a sudden, I can't hear out of my left ear. Oof. Why don't you go get a Q-tip? Don't do this on camera, but have, have Tiffin put her titty in your ear. I'm serious. Did you know that back in the day, friggin' you can put a friggin' boob in your ear and it helps with the warmth and everything, helps with the, uh, the earache and stuff. So, uh, uh, all right, you guys can kick me out now. There's Chris, everybody. I don't know where you heard that. That's no wise tale. I'm sure it makes the guy happy either way. Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard have the saying heard colder than a witch's tit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Maybe you'll hear the ocean over them boobs. Who knows? Well, Chris, well, everybody, uh, Chris is definitely awake now. Um, welcome to the real world, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you can also put pee in your ear. I've heard that works for earaches, too. 
I've never tried that, but I've heard that it works. It has to be your own you know, pee, though. For some reason, I don't know why. It's your own bodily fluid that actually helps. Like, but When we were uh, younger, I, this is, okay, I was raised by my grandparents, and grandma was very, and grandpa too. They, they, just how they were, okay? That's how they were. So they would actually do this thing. If you had an earache, they would actually blow uh, smoke from either their cigarette, their cigar, or their pipe into your ear, and it would actually help soothe it. I, I don't know why it worked, but it, it, it did. It, but that's what they would do. And if that if that didn't work, then then you had to go and get, you know, eardrops and cotton balls stuck in there and the whole freaking nine yards. But, yeah, it's back in the good old days, yeah? <laughs> the heat and the steam, it does something to the equilibrium in there, and it allows the eardrum to pop. So if you've got a lot of pressure, that's what the smoke does. And now that's not an old one. So that's really, it does work. And so does hydrogen peroxide. But there's not a lot of people that do that. I clean my ears once a month with hydrogen peroxide, especially if I feel an earache coming on. If I feel it, I put a little cap full of hydrogen peroxide in, let it bubble, roll over into a cotton ball, and clean it with a Q-tip, and I feel much better. Huh. Tara yeah, actually does that do a mixture. quite often. It works. We actually do a, a mixture of uh, warm water and hydrogen peroxide to help clean out the ears. Melt that peroxide. Babe, you're not getting my boob in your ear. Sorry, that shit ain't happening. That's okay. I'll Come put over. my nipple in your ear. I'll help you. Yes. Out. I care about you. Unlike Tiffin. I care about you too. Thank you. You ain't got enough flap up there, Chris. I can try, damn it. I can try. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get back on subject. My bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Tiffin, do you want to continue? <laughs> I know we squirreled. My bad. <laughs> I'm awake. You know, I, I don't know how we're friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I bet you, I bet there's Not been saying. quite a few times you've regretted, like, answering that message, like, hey, are you busy? <laughs> I need to talk. <laughs> this probably, probably quite a few times. Why the fuck did I answer this man? Not often, but sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, why? Why did I do this to myself? Oh, because I was helping somebody out. Okay, I'll do it. Guess what? Fucker gives me more shit than what I do helping him anymore. I swear to fucking God. He needs more help than the three of us can provide. You ain't lying there. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't lying. I was going to say it. I'm on another level of needing help. I really am. Oh, so that's what you mean by you're on another level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's an understatement. Yeah. We're all a little. So did you have, did you have more, Tiffin? Did you want to keep going? I know we kind of took over. Yeah, she has, she has a child talking to her at the moment. I was wondering. She was just kind of looking off to the side, just nodding her head like, it's just kind of... <laughs> was she seeing a ghost or something? No, that's just how we deal with children. We just give them... We, we look at them so they think they have our attention and we just kind of nod, the, nod our heads and then we're... No, I'm just kidding. That's not how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. He, he was getting... Uh, my, my youngest uh, was sitting here and he, she just looked over at Ed and glared. <laughs> he didn't see it, but she just glared because she heard what he said. 
Yeah, I mean, do you guys kind of want to see what we do for our week? I mean, you guys kind of know how busy we are. I mean, I can somehow get it to where you guys can see and everything. If I have to pull it closer, I will, but. Oh, no questions yeah, or yeah, love to see it. No, I've been monitoring them. Uh, who was saying hi? Stacy said that sweet oil works too with the ears. Don't know what yeah. sweet oil is. It's it's not the same as tea tree oil, but it's 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 got like a similar face. But tea tree oil's got that awful stench. Oh, but I tell you what, if you ever get life, <laughs> tea tree oil works wonders. Tiffin, why'd you erase that? Did you did you ever actually say what was on the board first before erasing it? So that board had originally said, uh, oh my gosh, hold on. I've got, I, I got it here on, on Facebook. Uh, the board originally said, no one is going to save you. Nobody's Get up, do the fucking work. Right. So that was one. And the other one that I didn't put up there is, um, it's get your shit together and move on. You have things to do and you cannot continue living in the past. I actually like that. That's a good idea. Instead of having like what I have up there uh, with the printed out words, I, I still like that, that you don't, you don't quit when you're done or you don't quit when you're tired. You quit when you're done. Um, I like your guys idea of having a little whiteboard to be able to change that uh, with different sayings. So I might, I might, I might go out and get one and, and, and do that. Just have like one for the week or something or, or until I get tired of looking at that one. Yeah. She went over to Walmart after work and she picked that up. I don't and it's got eleven bucks. It was eleven bucks. I guess uh, and it's got little hooks on the back side so you can hang it. We just use suction cups, put it to the uh, window. It's on mute. This is the weirdest thing seeing me on his screen, guys. Just so you know, if I look like stupid, it's because I'm like, what in the hell? I know you can't see very well. I'm gonna try to Zoom in. All I have on there for now is work. That's all we have. It's really hard to read. Hold on. I've, I've got a better. No. No. You're right too small. <laughs> well, and there's a little bit of a glare, too. So that makes it a little different. I don't know what we can do without that red glare. I'll try it. I'm not on you. No, I'm using it. Go get a different one. But it's a little bit better. There you go. Now you see it. Perfect. Could you see it really at all? Yeah, but next time use black. I think you use like a green and it's kind of hard. I actually wanted to use black. I was just using that for the days of the week and then it went straight into that. So yeah, I, I actually wanted to use black. It's more prominent, so. So, usually, we have a lot going on. So. Y'all mind if I talk while you guys are getting that ready? Go ahead. I just, I just want to fill in the dead space. Uh, so, <laughs> like, a couple things. <clears throat> um. Becky, you got anything to say? No, no nothing. No, okay. All right. I just, I just want to give you a chance to speak. Make sure you're, you're having a chance to speak too. I appreciate. It. I just kind of roll with the time. No, I know. Uh, 
you know, um, they brought up earlier uh, of being flexible. Um, I think that is like really important. You have to, you know, you have to understand like that. Don't use this. And I kind of used to, do this, but like, and I had to learn not to was don't use the tools that we're giving you right now. This is to help you not to beat yourself up with. You know, if you make a to-do list, like I was kind of looking at my to-do list today, and these are the things I had. Uh, switch out washer and dryer. Cut out purple stuff in the attic to put in the uh, the windows to kind of help the drafts from, from stopping. Clean up the office for the admin live tonight and do the admin live. Um, and then work on a closet if I got everything else done. Um, apparently, you know, for again, I should have put a nap in there, but I didn't. And... Taking a three-hour nap fucked me up, and I really only got, you know, to switch out the washer and dryer. Like, before, I'd have beat myself up and been like, you know, like, fuck, I only did one thing on my to-do list. Like, I only got one thing friggin' done, but obviously my body was telling me, like, hey, you, you need some sleep. I forgot that I didn't go to sleep till like, 2.30 in the morning last night, you know, friggin' I had to wake up at 6.30 to take the kids to school and everything. And really, I've been fighting a nap all dang day, and it just finally caught me, you know, freaking. And what it was, was my girlfriend had called me on her lunch, on her lunch break, and she was getting her nails done. And she's like, well, let me call you back. And then I was sitting on, on the bed, and freaking, that's, that's what got me, fucking. And I was waiting on her, and I was like, well, I'll wait for her to call me. She'll call me back, keep me from going to sleep. She never called me back. And, uh. I fell asleep. So, but you don't want to beat yourself up with this. Like, don't you, don't take this tool and, and then, and then just hate yourself or beat yourself up that you didn't get this done. You got to be flexible. You got to remember life is going to come at you and throw different things at you and this and that. Like, you know, you're not always going to get everything you've done. There's always, you know, and I know we kind of, this is kind of contradicting ourselves, but there's always tomorrow to do certain shit. That's why, like with Tiffin earlier saying, like, you need to, you need to learn how to prioritize what is important. You know, me sitting down and writing down, I didn't have to write down these reasons of what, why each one of these things was important and why I wanted to get them done. I didn't have to, I could have sat here and done that in my brain, but it helped me visualize that like, okay, these tasks, this is the, the time I have right now and these tasks that I have to do is, you know, well, which one can I do? Which one's really important and which one do I have the time to do right now in this time frame? And it actually helped me a lot visualizing. Go ahead. You guys ready? I'm going to, we're probably going to talk through my, my phone and I'll have Ed go up there and show it if he can. My Something phone. Computer. Mind, though, guys, there's always going to be the unexpected that's going to come and knock the wind out of you. Like those right. phone calls, like, Somebody's gone to the hospital. Unfortunately, a loved one might pass. Things like that. And you can't beat yourself up over it. That takes top priority. I'm sorry. I just feel like if a family member passes, that takes top priority in my book. I'm can, can you guys see that? Actually, yeah. That looks a lot better with the, with the black. Right. Um, like I said, I meant to, but I didn't. So, okay. Monday through Friday is work. Clearly. Like, this is just an outline of what our week looks like, okay? It's not a definitive every single day. Um, my youngest son 
typically has basketball practice. So that can go from seven o'clock to nine, seven thirty to nine, or four thirty to five. Six. You're right, six. Sorry. Four thirty to six. And then musical practice was right after school until five. And then there was some that was actually from right after school till 10 p.m. Okay. So again, like these are just some of the things that we contend with. Um, so we also have dentist appointments, we have haircuts, we have to pick up Ed's, Ed's daughter. Um, we have the group live, we have Ed's live, like we have a shit ton of stuff. One thing I did not put on there is... So Wednesdays are cleaning night. Wednesdays is our definitive cleaning night. We always clean on Wednesday nights, always. Laundry and the whole spiel? No, I do laundry every other day. So laundry gets done every other day and we do cleaning the house every Wednesday. It started out being every Saturday. I got frustrated because my whole day on Saturday was cleaning. I don't want to spend my Saturday that way. So then it was, okay, we're going to do it Friday night. Well, at one point in time, we were going over to Ed's parents' house and helping them on Friday night and Saturday. So the only day that we had home was on Sunday. So we moved it to Thursday night. Well, I got tired of cleaning during the day when I was working or when I was off work. So we went from Thursday night to Wednesday night. It's not going any further than Wednesday night. We are stopping at Wednesday night. <laughs> so I make it a point to get my cleaning done Wednesday night. Um, but that's what works for you and Ed. I mean, right, right. And sometimes I have to think ahead. Okay, my my daughter has musical practice. So okay, that's right after school. Who's picking her up at? Let's just say five o'clock. How is my son who has to be at the school at seven thirty? Who's dropping him off? Who's picking him up at nine o'clock? Um, Ed throwing in Ed's live say the same night. Clearly he's out. He can't do it. He's he's with he's with Chris. Okay, so that leaves me. So we have to be able to be flexible to manage our time effectively. Like we get up, go to work, come, and while we're at work. I don't plan until we are at work at like lunch, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, because come 12 o'clock, that's when we have lunch. We can figure out the rest of the day from there. Who is doing what? Who is handling what responsibilities? Who is going to be somewhere that they don't or that they need to be, you know, like what is the game plan? What is our plan of action? So then we, kind of think about the next day. What do we have going on? Oh, we have to pick up Ed's daughter. We have to take the dogs here. What can we do tonight to make tomorrow go by easier? So delegate now. Right. So I'll typically go through and try to figure out what we're going to have for dinner the next night, pick it up that night. If I can't get it that night, then well, I guess we're just going to eat out because I have no clue. It's not often we actually eat out. Yeah, it's not often. I need to ask Daddy something. But the way you guys do your planning and your prioritizing, that works for you. That is right. how it works for you and your family. So everybody can take a page out of Tiffany and Ed's book 
for their own. I mean, this is just how it works. And sometimes, unfortunately, you may not have another adult, like if you're a single parent, to delegate tasks to. And if the, if your kids are mature enough and responsible enough, do not feel bad to delegate a task or two to your children. They can learn a life skill doing It's not going to put children to work. <laughs> well, we we do also lean on the oldest on certain days and be like, hey, you need to pick so-and-so up at this time from this place. I can't do it. Ed can't do it. Can can you do it? Like, if not, okay, we'll figure something out. And there's been times where he's been able to and other times that he hasn't been able to. And we just kind of make it work. I mean, again, you have to be flexible. Um, we also think of very quick and easy dinners to make because we don't have a lot of time. Um, sometimes we only have a half hour before he has to be at basketball or she only has a half hour until she has to be at musical. I mean, and that's give and take. Right now, this is the calmest time of year for me. <laughs> I only have one child in one sport. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and that's going to actually be ending soon. But another sport will start up. And then my daughter will be in a sport and all hell's going to break loose. And I don't know how much I'll be able to be on for some of the wives. I mean, I'll do my best to be in here. But we also make this a priority too. You know, we we try to be on here for you guys. We try to make this a priority. We try to help you guys out. Um, all of that as well. So this way we don't feel like we're leaving you hang hanging because we said we would do this. Okay. It's two nights a week for for Chris and Ed. It's only one night a week for me. I'm pretty sure I can manage this. This is a lot more manageable than what it was before for me, um, especially going into spring sports and then summer sports and then fall sports. And the whole process repeats. Like, I, w I wish you guys could actually see my full schedule. Like, <laughs> it's hard. But when you start to manage your time and plan your days, you can start planning for the next day the night prior and try to figure out what can make your life easier for the next day because no two days are going to be the same. So, so you have to leave yours up. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got them on. What? Go. Oh, so when we were over at my, uh, my mom's doing uh, renovations and remodel on their house, that was actually that entire project went on for like a year and a half. So that was, like a whole year of weekends gone mm -hmm. and we still had to try to do everything else that we do and still make time for this. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, it was, it was rough. It was really rough. I got to get away. I can hear this. <laughs> I actually think you're talking through, um, Tiffin's because hers is the one highlighted popping up. I agree with that. He, he I was. was. Oh, okay. I didn't, okay, I didn't know it. if you did knew it or not. Yeah, because if I were to turn, if I were to unmute myself, there would be this crazy feedback, and it would just, it would be terrible for everyone. So I was actually using hers to talk, because otherwise, it'd be it'd just be gnarly. So. Well. Yeah, that's that's squelch. That's that's what it is. Thank you. So yeah, we had like all sorts of stuff going on. What's that? 
all the years of CB talk. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, like we we were doing these renovations at my, at my mom's for like a year and a half, like every what Friday, Saturday. Plus we had all the other things going on, and it got to a point to where like okay, we need to actually figure out what we are going to do instead of just coming over and just kind of doing stuff. Like we need to figure out exactly what we're going to work on when we come over here and how long we're going to give ourselves to do it. And if we don't get it done, then we don't get it done because I've quite frankly I've got other shit to do. I can't spend all day over here, and. It got to the point where like, okay, so we, we would talk to them, you know, Wednesday, Thursday night. So, okay, what are we doing this weekend? Well, I want to try to get this, this, and this done. I'm like, okay, well, let's shoot for this and this. And if we have time, we'll, cut, we'll hit to this. If we don't hit to this, we will get it next week. So going that route, it, it seemed to go a lot smoother. And there were some times that we were not not able to go over there and things were just kind of held up and what have you. But I was glad when it was done. But it's it, it just... Trying to manage that whole freaking thing was uh, it was a task. It, it truly was. And the heads up for managing time, not to interrupt anyone. It is 10 p.m. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, I was going to say something. I I know we were late uh, because of me, but I you know I I don't want us going all night. So if you guys want to either. We can start wrapping up now, or we can start. If I don't know how much more you guys got, or we can go till ten fifteen, ten thirty ish. It's I, I don't know what everybody else's schedule is. I'm good. My my Saturday opened up. I don't have a basketball tournament tomorrow. Yes. What about you? Do you work tomorrow? No, no, I do not work That's tomorrow. Not. Um, my my biggest thing right now is I'm trying to further my education through this whole new system that I got. And that's just, you know, whenever I can get to it type of deal. That's wonderful. But that's I say we go to about 10.15, see where we're at at 10.15. And then if we need more time, if we're, you know, going. But I say give us about 14 more minutes and then we can wrap up. Sounds like a plan to me. So <clears throat> with, with that being said, do you have something you want to talk on particular? No, I don't. Becky, Tiffin. How do y'all manage your time? Like, how do you manage your time? You guys, no offense, don't take it this way, but you guys don't work. So, like, what what works for you, for you guys, when with your time management and planning your day? Like, do you guys have anything in place? I mean, I know we kind of touched with Chris, but do you guys have anything in place? Well, I mean, like, what do you guys do? Becky, you go ahead because that actually made me think of something we brought up the other day. And so go ahead because I know I'll, I'm going I'm to take a minute. My routine, honestly, I don't work anymore. And a lot of people know that. Some people may not. Um, but I really base my routine and my time around everyone else around. I know that's not. doesn't sound fair. But that's what makes me happy. Now, I will typically get up around somewhere between 3.30 to 4.30 a.m., and I'll take a ride to work, you know. I, in that time frame after work, I'll come home, try to catch me a cat nap, take my son to school, go to the gym, and then beyond that, it's whatever I'd like to do with my time. I spend a lot of time with my mother. She does have a few medical needs, so that's one of the reasons why I work. I stay home with her, and I try to do what I can for the group, but really, I have a big, huge empty space, and it would be unfair for me to say I do waste a lot of my time. I mean, I should say, fair to say, I do waste a lot of my time. 
So what do you want to do to change it? I have to fill in this empty space. I have to find something to put there to keep me busy, keep me active. Is there anything in particular that you are looking at or would be interested in? Eventually, I would like to get back to work, but it's, uh, maybe work from home. Um, I definitely have a two 10 by 15 storage units I've got to clean out. So that's all on a, kind of a priority to-do list. Get those emptied out and closed up. All right. Well, that's that's at least you have something in mind. So it's it's, it's progress forward. I also like to leave myself open if there's ever a group member in need. Not many have messaged me personally, but that's okay. But I'm here if anytime, day or night, if somebody needs something. Right. So me and mine, <laughs> I'm like a fucking chaotic squirrel. I really am. Like <laughs> it's. I'm always like, I don't know if you ever really watched the fucking, like, you know, I've seen a few squirrels in my life where it's legit, like, when there's fucking shit on the ground and they're like, oh, shit, what, which one can I fucking get? Like, oh, I, you know, I want that one. Like, I've, this is how I know when I'm overwhelming myself and there's real, when there's something, I, when there's something wrong with me, I will literally do like what I just said that fucking squirrel will do. Like Tiffin brought up earlier, like kind of how women are that like, you know, they'll go and, you know, clean, I'm going to clean the kitchen, but somehow they end up in the fucking bathroom and then they end up fucking on the other side of the house and then in the bedroom and then nothing gets done. I'm like that. Like that's, that's fucking how I am. But how I know when something is really, when something's like either depression or something's fucking going on or I'm just overwhelming myself, I've learned and I've caught myself doing it. I'll go to go do something and then stop after a few steps and then be like, oh, I got to do this and then turn around and then take a few steps friggin' the opposite direction and then, oh, I got to go do this. And then, like, I've literally done that with myself where I, I'm in the same area, but I've, I've literally walked back and forth and been like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I've had to stop. And, and then I've been like, okay, which one's more important? Like this and that. But so the thing I thought about is the other day we talked about uh, being an entrepreneur, being your own boss. It sounds like fun and games, but it's not. It's really not. You know, it's not, you know, like, you know, yes, it's, and I'm not trying to talk anybody out of this because I, I think there should be way more people out there being their own boss, creating their own businesses, doing what they love. But it's so hard to have the discipline to be your own boss and to do your own, uh, uh, to do your own thing. Because there's one thing like that people don't understand is that when you have a job, like a, a, a job and you're working for somebody else, you have to be there, say, at 7 a.m. You know you have to be there at 7 a.m. You will have consequences if you're not there at 7 a.m. They have a point system or you're late. Eventually, you're going to get fired if you keep showing up, this and that. When you work for yourself, there's bigger consequences, but you don't have somebody there harping on your ass that you have to be there at 7 a.m. You have yourself. And, you know, you could lose a client, you could lose, you know, whatever, like, you know, freaking blah, blah. But that's kind of um, 
things in your own mindset that like you don't really think about until later on. It's just the way like after it's been happening for a while, they're like, oh, fuck, like, okay, yeah, here's the consequences of my own actions. So you have to make sure that you're getting up on time. You're getting your shit done. You're not just sitting around being lazy, not doing stuff. I have done that quite a few times to where like, you know, played on Facebook and freaking, you know, all kinds of when there's shit that should have been done around here. Um, so I'm going to kind of like give an example of a difference between me and one of my friends. He's actually by my B mentor. Um, that's why I call him. I'm not going to use his real name. Uh, but my B mentor, this man has, I, I, I swear he has the Midas touch because like everything he touches turns to gold, but he's just, he's so good. Oh, I'm sorry, Ed, go ahead. Turns to honey. Ah, turns to honey, liquid gold. Ha <laughs> 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 So that's not what I was going to say. I'm sorry, but no, um, what you're kind of going on about being an entrepreneur, 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 oh my God, that thing and owning your own business and whatnot entrepreneur there we go okay i got hung up so the uh president of the company that i work for you know that is that is his business that's what he started um we had a customer come in today so he was there 6 30 in the morning yesterday that's his normal time that he comes in um he was there until i think eight or nine o'clock last night and then he turned around and came back into work at 4 a.m this morning to still make sure and to to get everything prepped and that everything was ready for when the customer showed up. So like the hours he puts in day in and day out is just, it is ungodly. So if you, if you want to start up your own business and become an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you, that that's the kind of dedication and drive you have to have to be on a higher level of success is, is, is putting in those hours when you really don't freaking want to, but you have to. And that and that's where it comes in. Uh, that, that discipline. After, that's a ton of sacrifice. I mean, he's he's sat, he's sacrificing time and sleep and and everything. It, it's ridiculous. And like I said, this this guy is like, I think he's either right at seven, right before seventy, or right at seventy, and he's still going. Like, it, it's it's nuts. Like, this guy's like a freaking damn locomotive. He ain't stopping. All right. Chris, you can have it back now. I'm, I'm, I'm done. As soon as you're done telling the kids what to do. Oh, Sorry, guys. Tara just got home. Oh. I was explaining to her about the washer and dryer and everything. She she came home. The, oh, my God, the laundry room looks so amazing. She's so good. So, anyways. Uh, you can thank me later. No, and that's... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll allow you to thank me later. <laughs> uh, I think my ears hurt in a little bit. So yeah, that I mean that that's kind of what you know, like uh, with the, the so the B mentor, he come to me, and you know I'm saying that the man, like he he is so good with money, but he started at a very young age, like he'd actually like started getting his stocks and bonds when he was a very young age, like he legit wakes up and the first thing he does is checks the stock market and shit. Um, he's not rich, but he is pretty well off because of how well over his, over the years, the decisions he's made, the jobs he's had, you know, um, the way he's managed his money, he's actually been able to retire at a, at a pretty young age. Um, I think he's, I think he's 40, 
maybe 45, I think 45, and he's ready, he's retired, fucking, you know, and still out there making a killing. Like, this man puts me to shame, and it pisses me off sometimes, but he has more of a drive. Like, he's actually, so when he come to me, and he's like, look, he's like, I want to retire. I've had this plan for a few years. I've set it up to where I have enough money to live and live comfortably, you know, for 20, 30 years, basically. And um, he's like, but what I'm afraid of, and he, you know, he had plans of making other money, you know, doing the bees, you know, selling honey, you know, other, other things. He's like, but what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of basically like getting stagnant of not doing it. He was like, how do you do this? He was like, I've worked all of my life. You know, how do you, I'm afraid I'm going to quit this job that I'm at and it's a really good job. And then, you know, a year or two down the road, I'm going to, you know, be like, damn, I made a mistake. I need to go back to work or I'm just going to be bored and this and that. And I told him, I said, look, like me finally making that decision of accepting my VA uh, uh, full benefits and, and being getting 100% disabled and stuff, like that was like a really hard choice for me. Me and, me and Tara was actually talking about this last night. It was a really hard choice for me. I almost had actually denied it and said that I don't want it. Like I'm not, I'm not going to take it because to me, I've always been a worker. I've always busted my ass. Like I don't want no government handout and I don't want to be considered one of those people. So it was a really hard choice, but it was back then it was like, my body is getting to the point where I just, I can't do this anymore. Like, and it was because of the things that happened in the Marine Corps. So at first, you know, and like, don't, I don't want anybody to think like this man has the B mentor. He has fucking taken this and that is like, just ran with it. Like it, it sometimes, like I said, it pisses me off because he has a different drive than what I have. He's on another level. He is on another level than what the fuck I am with this. And I've been doing this for four years now. And he's only been doing this for the last year. But, you know, he was like, you know, kind of explain this to me. Like, what, what does it expect? And I told him, I said, honestly, dude, it is one of the best feelings in the world because I have the absolute freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to answer to nobody. I don't have to get up and work if I don't want to. I don't have to do that. You know, the days that my, I, you know, that my back is so sore that I really can't get up and, you know, get out of bed. Like I ain't got to answer to somebody or feel bad or, you know, me be made to feel guilty because I can't go in and work and I'm letting other people down. Like, and you know, if I want to take off and go talk to my B mentor for two or three hours, then I can do that. If I want to go see my family, I can do that. If I want to go work on the farm, I can do that. I can, you know, I can do basically what the fuck I want, what I think America really should be. You know, that is real and true freedom. Like, I can do what the fuck I want. Now, I paid a price. I paid a price for doing it, of being in the Marines and fucking my body up and, you know, and the mental issues, you know, that it's given me. It's it's not all sunshine and roses. Yes, it looks nice now, but trust me, it's it's really not. Um, you all only see the outside and you only see like, oh, well, you know, it must be nice not to have a job and be okay and, and, and be able to do what the fuck you want. Like, no, no, sometimes it's really not. Like... But like the way I kind of explained to him, you know, after explaining that, I was like, the one thing you have to understand is that you have to find something to strive for. 
to get to a point. You have to have a goal. And once you reach that goal, you need to make another goal. You have to have something you're always working towards to because when I haven't had those goals, I've become stagnant. I become lazy. I become like, I don't want to fucking do nothing. Like, you know, and then and time management, you know, and I know like Tiffin's, you know, the reason I wanted to explain that because there are some days where it's like, you know what? I don't want to do a fucking thing. I'm literally not going to do a fucking thing today. I'm going to sit around and I'm going to catch up on my TV shows or I'm going to, you know, because I don't watch TV really at all during the summer and the warmer months. Like I wait for the winter when I'm stuck inside and can't do a whole lot. Like, so, and there's some days like I, I fire up one of the kids' Xbox and I play, I used to love as a kid. That's all the fuck I did was play, you know, games and video games. Now that I'm an adult, you know, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with anybody that still does this as an adult. I, my new love and passion is for the farm and doing other shit. Like, I like more physical labor. I like more physical shit. So, you know, but there's some days where I'll fire up the kids' Xbox while they're not here, and I play it all fucking day. Like, and, you know, and sometimes that turns into two or three days that I'm playing Xbox constantly. But I usually save that time, you know, time for the winter. So, managing my time it, it it is like becky said it, it is hard it is like you know a thing like i do have the choice of freedom to where if i don't feel like doing it so you, you i have to make myself do shit i have to be there and be like if i don't fucking these are my goals this is what i'm striving to be this is what i want to do if i don't do this then i'm not going to get anywhere i'm just going to be stuck to where the hell i am and there's been some harsh realities here lately to where um, I finally like kind of broke down and, and I called the B mentor the other day and I was like, you know, I'm not saying I had this wrong. I was like, but I've got five, five, five gallon buckets full of honey that I've not done a fucking thing with. Like it's literally just sitting in my office. Each one of those buckets, if I was to sell them at the price that I sell them for, which is I've been told is really cheap, it's only 10 bottles for a one pound bucket. Each one of those buckets are worth about $600 if I was to sit there and sell them all. So that makes it 12, 24, $2,400 uh, was six, uh, $3,000 right there that I have sitting in my office, not fucking not being used, not fucking doing nothing. Now, I'd probably keep one gallon for myself because I, I ate a lot of honey or, yeah, one, uh, one, one whole bucket for myself. So we'll say $2,400, you know, and I'm sitting over here stressing because of credit card bills, stressing because of other fucking shit. And I'm like, you know, so I finally had to call him the other day, and I'm like, I, I need some advice. Like, how do you – because he, he actually has his honey in stores. You know, and he's went around to eat, you know, all kinds of little stores between uh, Sydney, Piqua, um, maybe Bacchus. I don't know if he's got up there yet. Like, you know, all around. Like, he's even in Minster, like, you know, all kinds of places. And he just goes into these little mom and pop stores or, you know, he goes into gas stations and all kinds of stuff. And he's like, hey, you know, um, I'm a local beekeeper. Would you, you know? And he gives him this meal. And I'm like, look, like, I need to start making money. I need to start getting, hold on, Becky, I'll, I'll, I'm almost done. Uh, sorry, I seen your hand. I, I just, I'm almost done. But, you know, it was like one of those conversations where it's like, okay, I, I do this. I've spent the money. I've spent the time. I'm trying to make this into a business. 
And it's either I fucking do it or I stop wasting my time. I stop wasting my money. I, I, I got to make something off of this because it's no longer during the summer months. Yes, I'm out there with the bees. I'm working with the bees. I'm, you know, I have something to do <laughs> during the winter months. I don't have, I don't do nothing with them because I'm, I'm, you're not supposed to mess with them because it could, you know, it could actually kill them if I went out there and checked on them of cracking open their hive, you know, it, it would fuck up their whole system. But, you know, uh, but it's like, okay, well, I, I already worked for it. I already busted my ass. I've already sat out there for hours sweating. I need to reap a little bit of a, more of a reward than just the satisfaction than, than me doing this. And me doing this and having knowing what that, you know, that honey is worth, and I could actually sell it for more, but knowing what it's worth and me sitting here stressing about money, it's like, what, what the fuck is my problem here? So I had to have a hard conversation the other day with him and you know it kind of opened my eyes a little bit and you know like he didn't rip my ass or get into me or anything he just kind of you know told me well you know you gave me some good advice but back to the original you know what tiffin asked you know like yeah it it is real hard sometimes managing your own time because you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want it's not all sunshine and roses like you have to be you have to be a person that can be like really disciplined and that's something I really fucking lack. I really lack the discipline to make myself do shit. Because when I don't feel like doing something, fuck it. I, why, why do it? I don't feel like it today. So now, I you know, don't get me wrong. 90% of the time, I'm always doing something. Tiffin, Becky, you know, fucking, and Ed, they get on to me like, bro, you, you need to take a break. You know, you need to fucking rest. You know, Tiffin gets on to me all the time. Like, you need to set some time back for self-care. Like, you're, you're, you're destroying your fucking body. And, and, and that's why you're so tired. So fucking, you know, everything's hurt and like why I got so sick in August, you know, everything like that. So like, that's one of the things I need to learn. Like, it's not, I'm not always, I, I work more than I do fucking, you know, I've said before, and Tiffin knows this, like Tiffin had to manage my time during the summer because I would literally, I'd wake up and by eight o'clock in the morning, you know, even though I woke up at like maybe six or seven by like eight, nine o'clock in the morning, I'd do a live and then, you know, I'd turn around and I'd go work on the fucking farm literally until, you know, after it got dark, you know, being 10 o'clock at night and I'm sitting out there with the headlamp trying to fucking, you know, see what the hell I'm doing, you know, to finish what I'm doing. And Tiffin had to get on to me. He was, she was like, no, you need to learn to stop at a specific time. Everybody else does it. Everybody else who has a, a, a real job, they stop and they're off of work at a certain time. You're just going and going and going. You don't ever stop. Like you need to learn this at seven o'clock. This is your cutoff time. No matter what the fuck you're doing, no matter what you're doing, because you need to have that rest. You need to have that break time. Okay. So, sorry, Becky, go ahead. Well, you're fine. I was just going to suggest um, with the honey, there are farmer's markets. I know Sydney has one. Tickle has one. That's an excellent place for you to sell your honey. And people would come and buy it. And it's only like a two to three hour span. And you can sell a lot of honey at the farmer's market. Yeah. And, and no, it's, I, I've thought about going to doing it. There's some kind of, some, some, most farmer's markets, they have, you know, a waiting list or they have rules and regulations that you have to abide by. Like you have to kind of have to do certain things and, and get certain things in order. And, and, Really, the one, the biggest thing is that they fucking wake up at like you. You got to be there at like almost seven o'clock in the morning, and then you're there until 
10, 12 or whatever. And there's been a few times where like, yeah, like I could do some fire markets, but that takes up every Saturday of my time to where, so like to kind of the, with the B mentor. Yeah. So, so with, yeah, see, see, then I, I might have to check into pick but like with the B mentor, the difference between me and him, he's willing to take a bit of a pay cut to sell it in people's stores. Cause they obviously want to make a little bit to where me, I'm like, no, I know what the fuck this was worth. I know what people will pay because I've had plenty of people buy it. I just don't push it. I just don't advertise it. I just don't, I don't put in the work to, you know, constantly to, 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 to sell it all the time and have, you know, and repeat customers and stuff. So, but he's willing to take that pay cut. You know, I'm not like he's, he's actually told me, he was like, Hey, you know, he told me the other day, he's like, Hey, those five gallon buckets, you know, all five gallon buckets. He was like, I'll pay you $1,200. I'll give you $1,200 cash right now for all, all five buckets you got. And I was, I laughed at it because he's, he does it every time we talk because he always needs more honey. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like I know what it's worth. He was like, well, you know what it's worth, but you're not selling it right now. You're not doing nothing to sell it. So literally you, you're just, you have money, you know, sitting there, but you're not making no money. He was like, I'm offering you $1,200 cash right now to take it off your hands. At least you made something. And I was like, you know, and I, I debated about it. I really did. But it was like, nope, I can't do it. I said, because I know it's worth about three grand sitting in there. You're not even giving me what it's worth. But he, he also, need, he's not trying to fuck me. He's just, he has to make his money off of it too. He just can't give me, you know, what it's worth. So That's also where the whole time versus money comes into play. Do you want to take the time to go and make what it's worth? Or do you want to just take the money because you don't want to deal with it? You know, like that's, that's just one example. You know, um, the oldest was talking about going to a junkyard uh, down in Dayton versus another place up here. And I go, well, why don't you check the one here? And he goes, well, it's going to cost more. I go, well, what's worth more time or money? Are you wanting it now? Check there. It's closer. You're going to pay a little bit more, but it's closer. And he's like, no, I think I'd rather go down to Dayton. Fine, go to Dayton. It's time versus money at this at this point. Like, I think it would end up being like a wash because once you add in gas and potentially food, and I think it would be a wash. But I'm like, whatever. Do <laughs> you do you? <laughs> whatever you feel is best. Once you take the gas and everything else into consideration, you might as well just get it up here. Mm -hmm. But that's where the whole time versus money, like what's worth more, your time or your money? So I, I think that's kind of where you're at, Chris. Like this is worth more to me, so I'll just take the time and do it my damn self versus just saying, fuck it, give me the money and you, t you just take it, just take it. Like the money means more to you, you know, so not your time or your time you know what I'm saying. I'm confusing myself at this point. No, no, because that. that's exactly what, and it's kind of almost like a pride issue too, because it's like, I know what this is worth. I know the value of it. I'm not letting you, you know, and he's not trying to fuck me. Cause like I said, he, he has to make his money too off of it. And he would be taking a loss, but he'd be buying it, you know, cheaper, you know, freaking this and that. And so it's definitely one of those things that like, like you're saying, like it's, I know what it's worth and I'm not going to let you have it for, 
a whole lot less than what it worth. Now, if he would just say, you know, hey, I'll give you twenty five hundred or I'll give you twenty two hundred, then then we're talking a little bit. That's a little bit closer than what you know, friggin', you know, to three grand, you know. But I'm not going to tell you know, sell sell it to you. Plus, honey never goes bad as long as it's stored correctly, you know, and right. So it's like I know even three years down the road, I could still sell this. Now I have had had or I have heard somebody explain one time. Um, time versus money and the value of it all. Like, so say if, you know, um, something, you know, I, it, it is a good thing for people to know how to do certain shit, like to change your own oil. It is a very good thing to know how to change your own oil. But I had, or I heard somebody explain this one time in a podcast. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know, you should know how to change your own oil, but is it worth your time to do it? Because he was like, if you think about it, if you don't do it on a regular basis and you only do it every three months or 3,000 miles, he said, how long is it really going to take you to change your own oil? A novice that don't really, you know, that's not mechanically inclined. He was like, you have to think of it this way. You have to gather up the tools. You have to go buy the stuff. You have to come back. He said, you're probably looking at right there about almost an hour to hour and a half to, you know, just to do that. Then you got to take the time out of it to, uh, to change the oil and everything. And, you know, you, you, you uh, uh, drain the oil. You got to crawl up underneath the car. He said, you're probably looking at another half an hour, 45 minutes at that. He said, then, you know, you put the oil in it, you know, this and that. Then you have to clean up. Then you have to clean your tools. You have to clean yourself. He said, you're probably looking at about a good three hours right there of, uh, of just to change your oil. He said, now think about it. What job do you have? He was like, you know, some people, he was like, you know, say if you make 20 bucks an hour, three hours of your time is worth 20 bucks an hour, considering yourself that that's what you work for an hour. He said, that's $60 right there. Most places you can go and pay 60, around $60, you know, and, and get your oil changed in a matter of 10 fucking minutes. And you just saved yourself two hours and 50 minutes that you could have been out there doing something else that literally just took your time. Plus, plus you have to buy the stuff to change the oil. So you're talking about another almost $20, $30 that you're adding to what your value of your time was. So you're, you had to spend $60 of your time plus another $20, $30. That's 90 bucks. You're actually paying more just to say, oh yeah, I changed my own oil. Somebody else that's expertise in that, you know, just like, you know, um, um, yeah, I, I know, I, now I, I've learned how to make a podcast, but I said it, you know, and, and that's a, you know, valuable thing. I don't have to pay somebody to do it. But one thing like, you know, to sit down, I was thinking about the other day with the whole YouTube channel thing, you know, I want to, I want to go through and cut out, you know, certain aspects of, you know, just little clips of certain things that I talk about or we talk about and make it a 10, 15 minute clip and put it out there. But you know what else I got to do? I got to sit there and watch our th me and Ed's three hour live, take fucking that out, take those little clips out that I want. And I may find four or five different ones because, you know, I haven't sat down while we're talking and write, okay, timestamp here. I need to take this out here, you know, this and that. So I have to take out that whole fucking time, then turn it into a small video and then load it. By the time, that's almost fucking eight hours that it's going to take me. And it was like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to take hour, eight hours of my time to fucking sit down and do this to get a 10, 15 minute clip? But then in the back of my mind, 
Well, what if doing that actually makes you blow up? What if that do, doing that actually starts making more people watch it because it's a 10, 15 minute time frame? What if you're actually doing that actually starts making you money? You got to sacrifice a lot of your time now to get it done. Then if I do start making good money or if I do start, you know, freaking actually making shit off of this, then I could pay somebody to fucking sit here and do this. You know, so it's all in the beginning. It's, it's you know, doing all of this of yes. Yeah, I, yes, I've got to put in this work now. Yes, I got to take the time now. Yes, I got to learn all of this shit now. But in the future, I may be able to pay somebody to do this shit. But I have to do it now because I can't afford to pay somebody. I could reap it friggin' in the future. So, yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like I'm glad you brought that up because it is it is it is time and and, and money, but it's also the value. What what do you value more? Because like with the oil change thing, you could have took you know two hours out of your time and went and spent it with your wife or spent it with your husband or spent it with your kids or getting another project done that you could have been doing or, or bettering yourself or furthering the little businesses that you're wanting to do. You know, you think you're saving money when not, you're really not because your time is valuable and it's worth something, but it's just how much is it worth to you? I don't know. I make Ed change our oil. You've got to dispose of the oil too. Yeah, you do. Um, a lot of times, like during the summer, um, we'll change our own oil, but in the winter, because we don't have a garage, we take it into town. So, but it's cheaper for me to buy the oil and the filter because then I get what I want, not what the shop has on hand. And I just bring it up there. You guys take care of it. 20 bucks later, I'm exaggerating. I don't have a clue how long, you know, or how much, but 20 bucks later, I got 50 bucks in it all right, cool. There you go. Done. You know, but that's in the, that's in the winter during the summer. I'm like, Nope, we're, we're doing oil changes, <laughs> but that's just me because Ed is more inclined. So he can typically do more than what other people can. Right. And, and that, like you said changes. that, like, go ahead. Ed. Okay. Typically if we do oil changes, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to get like two or three oil changes in this way. It's worth more of the time because I've already got all the stuff out. So to do it, to do two or three vehicles, it, it's, it's more time effective, cost effective. And disposing of the oil isn't that big of a deal. Um, I usually put it back in the court or in the court, in the jug that I bought it in. And then I just take it over to uh, either the parts store or Walmart or whoever they all, they all take it. You know, that's one of the things that dad did not teach. He taught me how to change the oil. But he didn't teach me how to dispose of it. <laughs> so we have a great big huge oil can filled to the brim in our garage. Well, shed. And eventually I'm gonna have to dispose of that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so, so with that and it's like I'm not mechanically inclined. I can work on on cars. I can, you know, I've done it before. I've changed alternators, I've changed, you know, fucking I don't even know what else I've changed. I've changed batteries, I've changed now, you know, kind of I'm not going to go into a long story, but and 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 I know people are going to laugh or make fun of me here, but I had, I changed a battery out one time for um, my ex, and it took me four hours to change this battery out. Four fucking hours. The reason it took me four hours is because I didn't have the right tools. I couldn't get this fucking bracket off that was you know that was like keeping it down in place. Could not fucking get it off. 
I didn't have the right tools to get up to where I needed to, you know, and actually, you know, the bolts and everything. It literally took me four fucking hours. By the time I was done with just trying to change a battery out that I had offered, you know, volunteered to tell her that I would do, I was so fucking pissed and aggravated that it was like, I'll never do this again. I'll take it to somebody because I will never fucking do this again. Now, I've never seen another bracket, you know, fucking holding on a damn battery, but I don't know why that one had it. But, you know, I don't like working on cars. I don't. I just, I, I don't. It, every time I do it, something goes wrong. It takes a hell of a lot longer than what the fuck somebody says it should. It pisses me the fuck off. I, I, I really want to go into my house, get my gun, and shoot the fucking car when I'm done. Like, it is to that point. Like, I, I just, I, I hate working on vehicles. I don't see how anybody ever enjoys it. I'm glad there's people out there that does it because it sure in the fuck ain't me. Like, so changing the oil is not a hard thing to do. But if I don't do it like every, you know, all the fucking time, then yeah, it's going to take me longer than what Ed is probably more mecha mechanically inclined. He don't mind doing it to where, you know, I go out there and do it. It's probably going to take me a fucking hour and a half to do it because it pisses me the fuck off. I probably won't be able to get the fucking, the drain fucking uh, uh, bolt fucking out from underneath because I can't find the right fucking tool. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> but when you know somebody that's more mechanically inclined and then does it, does it more often, you know, it, it is okay with doing it. To me, it's like, no, fuck that. I'm just going to take it right down the fucking road, 10 minutes, and I'm going to be on my fucking way. Fuck that shit. But, but it is still a good thing to I've, know how to do. It is. I've, I've actually ahead. had, uh, I, I was at, I've had certifications for auto mechanics and, and so on and so forth. So that's why it just, it, it's not a, a task, a hard task for me to do. It's just, Oh, I've, I've, I've got training in this. I've got knowledge in this. So this is just, let's, let's just go and get it done. Um, I have, I have a friend that we went to school together every once in a while. He'll call me up about something and he's like, Hey, if I do this, this, and this, what's going to be my outcome? And I'm like, well, this is going to happen. And so on and so forth. He's like, it's kind of what I thought. But I just want another opinion. I'm like, yep. But I don't, but all that stuff is so outdated. Well, my, 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 my creds. Because I, it got to a point to where working on car, I, I used to enjoy working on cars and it got to a point to where it was a, my job. I'd come home and I didn't want to work on my own fucking shit anymore. So it's like, this is killing what I enjoy to do. So I'm, I'm going to get out of the automotive industry and I'm going to find something else. This way I can actually still enjoy working on my cars. And being, talking about things being outdated. Back in the 60s and 70s, a lot of people fixed their cars themselves. There was not a computer system, and it was so much easier to do that. Then you get introduced these computer systems in there, and you've got to know codes. You've got to know your way around. F that. Excuse me, but F that. <laughs> How my dad ended up being a mechanic in a modern world, I'll never know. But uh-uh. You give me a 60s, 70s, I can work on it all day long. But this modern stuff? Well, that's like the oldest. He he's going into auto technologies, and he's doing it all now. And he'll come home and you know mention something to Ed, and he's like, "Bud, I I don't know. Like this this is past my knowledge, you know." And other times, you know, Declan or Ed will look at him and be like, "What the hell are you thinking? Like that ain't gonna work." But I mean, he's learning. It's a good thing. Like, at least I know and 
10 years, like I'll have somebody I can take my vehicle to and it not cost me anything because if I'm doing his fucking laundry, you best believe he's working on my fucking car. There you go. Car doctor. So I, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think something like really important, like with that being said right there is I do think we need to remember, especially, especially with people that's never done things before or, you know, with this mental illness, you know, group, but with, you know, I, I, more importantly with kids of having a little bit more patience and having, you know, taking the time of teaching them how to do something because it will help them later down the road. Like I've, I've done a lot and I, and I try that when, you know, when I'm doing a project or I'm setting something up, um, especially, you know, if it's like something I think the kids should know, I try to be like, Hey kids come here. And, and I'll run it down. I'll explain it to them. I'll kind of have them do it a little bit. You know, I know, you know, it's probably not sticking in their head and they're probably not going to remember fucking, you know, 15 years down the road that they're, then they're like, you know, well, dad showed us one time how to, you know, how, how to, how to work on plumbing. I'm, I'm using that because I, I did show them how to like, you know, run PVC pipe and, you know, different shit one time, but you know, they might not, you know, but they might, Hey, Oh yeah. Dad showed me this one time. And it takes a little bit longer, you know, yeah, instead of, you know, it's not, the project taking an hour or half an hour, it may have taken, it may take you a, an hour and a half because you had to explain it. You had to let them, you know, kind of, you know, learn, you had to show them, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, <laughs> fucking for instance, I swear that it took me the longest time to teach my kids how to fucking use a broom and to sweep the floor. And you're talking about. I ran out of patience. I was screaming and I was hollering after the 20th time to show them how to fucking use a broom. It was like, my God, why are you not getting it? It's, it's, it fucking literally back and forth. It's, it's a fucking broom. Like, cause they're sitting here like using it to, to pull like, like what the, and like it did. I, I will like, and this was like, you know, friggin' a, a few years ago when I was, when I was teaching them this, you know, now they know. But it was like, you know, back then, like I had to legit like calm down because I was like, you, you were never taught how to use, you know, a broom. They're kids. They've never done this. Like, you know, you've got to have a little bit more patience till they get the hang of it. And so I think that is something like really important. People need to understand, take the time, take the, you know, take the extra time to do it because they may remember that. Now I'm sure, you know, like my daughter, Haley, I remember her three or four years ago begging me to let her do the dishes and the help out and this and that. And fast forward, you know, I always kept telling her, no, no, you know, no, you're too young. You know, I don't want, you, you know, I, I knew I was going to have to go back and redo them anyway. So it was like, you know, I don't want you breaking dishes. Well, fast forward three or four years, she fucking hates doing dishes now. Like she, she can't stand to do the dishes. Like she wants to cry almost every time I say, yep, go do the dishes. And she's, <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things that like, I think we really need to understand. And especially, especially with this mental illness group, my, my mom told me one time, and that's why I brought this, you know, up. My mom told me one time, she was like, you gotta, you gotta remember that, you know, cause I, I, I get aggravated. I do. I get aggravated in this group. I get, you know, upset. I get frustrated. I'm just like, why the fuck do these people not get this? Like, 
I've given them all the information. I've, I've told them every little step of every little thing that I have done to make myself better. Why in the fuck do these people just, they, they're not getting it. And my mom, you know, she had to kind of tell me, she was like, Chris, like you, you don't understand that, you know, you didn't get this at first. Look at how old you are and how many years you've been dealing with this and look at the situations that it finally got you to get to this point. And you didn't, you weren't, getting it at first it took you many 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 times and you've been doing this and now you've basically come become so obsessed with it not everybody's going to be like that but she was like the one thing you got to remember and i think this goes with kids adults you know and a lot of areas of your life she told me like probably the one one of the best things i've ever heard of a piece of advice especially with this stuff it's you're planting seeds and it's up to them whether they they water them and they let it grow but you don't know that something that you say now and today at 10:46 on January 28th of 2022 you don't know at this long conversation that we had tonight it might not help somebody right now it may not help somebody tomorrow it may not help somebody this week or this month or this year but something may happen to where it triggers two years down the road where that person is finally, holy shit, that's what they were talking about. And if you remember, I said that in the beginning of talking about Tiffin, that six months ago, well, yeah, no, not six. Yeah, yeah, six, seven, seven months ago back in July where I, you know, Tiffin was trying to explain all this shit to me. And, you know, and I got it to a certain point. I got it to a certain extent. And then all of a sudden when Tiffin broke it down and put it all on paper and it was like I was reading it all and how she, you know, just worded everything like she did tonight, it was like something clicked and it was like, holy shit, that's what the fuck she's been talking about all the time. But she had planted those seeds before. Now it may not happen the same way just because she broke it down tonight and she did all that. She's been working with me for six fucking months to get me to understand this shit. And then it just finally like, boom, you know, like with the seed, you put a seed in the ground and then it's just waiting after that. Like, you know, you can go out there and water it and check it every minute of every, you know, every day for the first, you know, fucking few weeks and nothing's happening. And you're like, well, this, this fucking seed's not growing. And then all of a sudden one day you fucking, you see a fucking, you know, little sprout about an inch fucking big coming out the ground. And you didn't understand that underneath the ground, that motherfucker was working its ass off to grow roots and to fucking, you know, to do all of this. But it was shit that you couldn't see underneath. So then fucking then you come out one day and just boom, bam, then there's this. Then, you know, a month fucking later, then you got a fucking tomato plant that is freaking, you know, giving you so many tomatoes that you don't know what the fuck to do with and you never want to see a tomato again. So it, it, it's yeah. simple things like this people need to know and like understand and just just re remember. Chris, if you, I don't know if you saw it or not, but I replied to your list that you showed us earlier. I replied, I said, I don't know who the fuck you are anymore. Like, <laughs> I was just like, what? You're, good. I don't have to do this anymore. He's got this. Now, yeah. I'll probably still be on your ass about certain things. Like, <laughs> don't like get me wrong. Like not taking naps. Exactly. Like. I'm going to have to be on your ass about that shit. Check in with you every 10 minutes, Chris. So you better hard. fucking answer. Don't take naps during the night when we're going live. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, I fought so hard today not to take a nap. I really did. And, like, okay, so I don't have to explain this to people, but to understand, I have started taking my anxiety pills again here lately. I'm not used to them. You know, I've, I haven't taken them in God knows how long. And they do fuck with me a little bit. You know, freaking, they do make me extra tired. They do make, they actually mellow me out to where, you know, a few things that, you know, fucking happen. Not anybody's business. I'm not going to explain this, but you know, there's a reason that I'm, I'm taking my anxiety pills again, not because I'm having anxiety problems, but because they help in other, other areas of my life to, um, yeah, yeah. We'll just say, we'll leave it at that. We're not going to get into a big, long discussion that, but it, it, it does help in other areas that I've found out that it's like, okay, I'm going to start taking them again. I don't know if I'm going to take them every day. I may take them every other day. But, you know, and I think that is one of my biggest problems of why the last few days that is like I sit on my bed and the next thing I know I'm fucking out like and I'm waking up. What the fuck happened? Like, you know, so, yeah, tonight, like, yeah, like I, I did try not to fucking take a nap like I did all day. It was like, I want to get this shit done. But it really did help, Tiffin, and I appreciate you taking the time and the extra, you know, effort that you put in to break all that down because it it fucking clicked. And it really, like, when I sat down and started writing it on paper, and it was like, oh, well, shit, like, I have two hours. I can get the washer and dryer changed out in there. You know, I can't get the closet done in that fucking time frame. I can't fucking, you know, get the office cleaned in that time frame. But, you know, I probably could have got the office cleaned in the time frame. But the office wasn't a priority. I, you know, I've got it on the, you know, the dining room table right now. But, you know, the washer and dryer was some kind of important. And it dawned on me, like, you know, my girlfriend had said, you know, earlier, like, oh, well, you know, we can, you know, you can do three loads to your one, you know, with my washer. Well, fuck, like I'm trying to catch up on this never ending laundry we have around here. That would help out a hell of a lot. So it, it really did help. Like uh, Tiff and I, I, I know, uh, you know, like, and I think this is going to help quite a few other people of you breaking it down. So I appreciate that extra effort that. And well, you're welcome. Go ahead, Becky. It made the live run very smooth too and we, we were able to stay on topic we very rarely squirreled all of all of mm -hmm. and everything just came out really nice tonight i think this is an awesome life um you know you you were mentioning that like okay so i'll throw i'll throw this out here um tuesday when you guys did your live what did we have going on uh give me a minute i'm trying to think because so Tuesdays can be like a really, I'm, I'm just throwing this way. You guys can understand like an actual day. Um, Tuesday we worked, we got home and I had to come straight home. Was it Tuesday? No. Yes. Either way, guys, sorry. I'm kind of trying to figure out my days here. I think I bought stuff for dinner on Wednesday on Monday and I had stuff for dinner on Tuesday. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember everything, but I had to come straight home and pick up Chase and get him to basketball. And that was at, I think, 430 that day. I don't remember or it got canceled. One of the two. No, we had a game. So, okay, back up. So Chase got to the bus and ended up going to the game and, or maybe not, whatever. So we had gone to Walmart after work, picked up stuff for dinner and figured out dinner for Wednesday. 
or for Tuesday, whatever, Wednesday. And I made dinner, got everything done. Ed and Chris jumped on and I'm like, well, crap. Like I could sit down and watch TV. I could go work on my puzzle, but I could also just prepare dinner, get that ready for tomorrow because then tomorrow it'll flow so much faster, so much smoother that I don't have to worry about if something would come up that I have to completely alter everything. The only thing I would have to shift is what time we're doing dinner. So while they're doing their live, I'm sitting here cooking dinner, meal prepping, getting that done, threw it in the fridge and then pulled it out the next day, put it in the crock pot and let it simmer all day. I mean, you can fill in like little areas to that you can get something accomplished. Um, if you've only got an hour, okay, well, you've got an hour before you have to be somewhere. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit down in front of the TV and watch TV? Or could you maybe throw a load of laundry in? Could you go quickly like wipe down the bathroom counter or the kitchen counter or, you know, something like that. Anything to make your next day more productive get that done if you can the night before because things may happen tomorrow that you have no control over and next thing you know everything is all out of whack so that's that's why i'm glad chris brought that up is you know yeah he he could get the washer and dryer done in that two hours so get it done it's one thing you don't have to worry about take your small little tasks and fill it in when you have the extra time Saves you from being so overwhelmed the next day or the next day. And that's something like, you know, even like I said it earlier, like, you know, I had, I had that little list that I printed out. Well, or, you know, that I screenshotted and sent, you know, that I, uh, that I did. I only got really one thing done. Today. Well, two, you know, freaking, I actually, you know, doing the admin live was on there, but, uh, you know, doing the washer and dryer, I ain't got to do it tomorrow. I ain't got to fuck with it tomorrow. So, you know, that's one thing off of, you know, the list that I have, but, I do, you know, we, we, we can't wrap up. It's almost 11 o'clock, but, uh, it, it, unless if somebody else has anything, any more input or anything to put in Ed, you good. Okay. Um, I do want to say like, guys, like I, I, I appreciate you guys getting on here for the last three weeks. Um, and us, you know, doing this, uh, I, I think we come back fucking after the holidays and this is, has been, it's been more structured. It's been, you know, fucking, we've been, you know, doing really good on point fucking, you know, I think that lives, the passion, the energy, the fucking, you know, uh, just everything like it's, I've, I noticed a big change of now to where we were fucking, you know, at the end of last year to where we were, you know, freaking doing this and just kind of jumping on and not doing things and, and not having a plan, not, you know, it being structured. So like, I'm, I'm really proud of everybody. And, and, you know, Tiffin, you know, I, I really want to say like you stepping up tonight and you, and you taking that extra effort and doing that. Like, I, I really fucking appreciate it. Like it was, it was pretty cool. Like Ed, our fucking lives with the bearded bastard or well, the beautiful beards. I don't know why we keep saying bearded bastards, but we, we've been fucking rocking that shit. Becky, you know, you getting in and, and with the group and you paying attention to everything and keeping us on track and fucking talking with us and being on here and doing all that. Like, this is a great little fucking team. Like, it's, it's, I really appreciate the extra effort and the, and the, and the stress 
that you guys have taken off me. Like it's, it's, it's enjoyable now. It's, it's, it, it feels good to get on here. It's not just me doing this and, and wearing myself fuck out. So I, I really appreciate you guys. And I, I think we all should be proud of ourselves that the, the, the change and the, the way it's gotten so much better from just two months ago when we took, you know, took the break on, on, on Thanksgiving and the holidays and stuff like we, we really have come back and kicked fucking ass. I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was. I want to thank each and every one of our members, especially the ones that are constantly active. I believe Mark and Kathy Kern, you guys awesome. You're constantly posting wonderful stuff. We appreciate you so much. And for the ones that are just in here and just observing, you're not unnoticed. You are noticed. And we see you, and we are glad that you are here. You make every day a difference. Even though you may think you don't, you make every day a difference. For yourself, you, you're, you're doing this for yourself. You're bettering yourself. You're here because you want help, but you're doing it for yourself. And that's what you need to do. You got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of anybody else. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Sorry, I'm not the best speaker. <laughs> No, and it's just like that right there. Like I sat there and I, you know, just told you know, about the uh, uh, about the admin group, and then Becky comes in and you know she thanks everybody that's actually watching. You know, we're doing it for you guys. Like you know, I was you know boosting my team up, but Becky come in, you know, because you know freaking who she is. She she made sure she's thanking all everybody that's watching or watching. Like that's what makes us such a great team and why we're you know freaking doing this. It's 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 fucking awesome that all of our personalities are blending so well that. One is picking up the slack off of another, or one sees something different from another, like Becky just did. Like she wanted to make sure she, you know, said, you know, thank you to everybody. Not something I was thinking about in the moment, but it was great that she fucking just did that because it was like I, I didn't think about that. So it, 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 it's it's great, guys. Like I, I, you don't know how much I truly appreciate you guys. Don't forget to appreciate yourself, Chris. Well, thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I put this all together. I'm I'm fucking awesome. I know. I know. I thought okay. that was a given though. <laughs> so I, I this is what I was gonna say, and I completely forgot what I was gonna say. This almost is kind of like Chris and I's uh therapy Thursday. Um, but this is much more on on track of one one topic, not <laughs> fifty, because we squirrel. Um and, and that's okay. Um it it, it helps, but this is kind of like our therapy Thursdays on, except for more structured because keeping Chris on, on task is <laughs> really hard. So, um, keeping him focused, forget it, but he's, he's done great tonight. So, you know, <laughs> he's been doing better on our, on our lives. So I really, I, Chris, thank you. I don't want you to squirrel off like you did the other night, you know, with, with Ed and, you know, talking about wiping your guys' penises and <laughs> all that other shit. Like, well, here we go. We're going till midnight because now we got to talk about all those Instagram things you fucking put. I, hey, I, I am proud of my I only made like one sexual into endo fucking tonight. Like, only talked about putting a titty in an ear, so... <laughs> No, Damn no, it, no, we can get off here, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was, blame this one to Tiffany because, yep, we're going for another hour. We got, we got, we got penises to talk about balls. I guess guys hold their balls while they poop, and and like they, they, some of them stand up to fucking wipe. Like what? Like 
the fuck? Like, no, no. <laughs> no, we can, we can, we can end this. We can end this. It's 11 o'clock, guys. Thank God, because I don't want to get on that conversation. Like, y'all can do that on Tuesday, or you guys can even do a separate live and be like, this is what's fucking wrong with men these days, okay? <laughs> they wipe their penises, they hold their balls while they shit, and they stand up to wipe. Like, how is that possible? But to each their own. But you guys can talk about that another time. Like, this is what's wrong with America, okay? I agree. So I, I, I really, really think that since Tiffin like did so much extra effort and she did so great tonight that I think fucking Tiffin should do the damn ending. I think she should do so, the closing. So on that note, I'm going to get a swig of cigarette now, guys. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get her to fucking do it. <laughs> Becky, would you like to do the ending? Me? <laughs> Yeah, okay. would you like to close it? If not, me and me and Ed can do it, but I was just trying to give, you know, other people's chances. How about we let Tiffin do the beginning and I'll do Oh, Becky trying to rope her in. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this like I told you guys the other night. I think you guys do a wonderful job, and that is your guys' role when we do these lives, okay? I enjoy it and i appreciate you and i would like for you men to continue oh let's just make it a group effort we can all i'm smoking you guys won't be able to hear me <laughs> okay so uh i don't even know how we're gonna do that. ed ed do you want you want to end this how we usually do it uh becky becky you say strongly what we absolutely. think absolutely Yes, I love fucking when he says that. I swear, my, my dick fucking jumps a little bit every time he says that word. I swear. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This is, yes, 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 just a little, just a little twinge, just a little jump. Like, I love that word when Ed says it. I do. I do. He, his whole voice, his whole just, it just, ah, yeah. Y'all didn't howl tonight. So I, no, we did it. We did it. Hey, I wanted man. to make that a thing, too. We. We need to make that a fucking thing. Do the closing, yeah. do peace, and then do the house. <laughs> so we appreciate everybody get on watch tonight. We I really hope y'all fucking like you know took something out of this because it was some great information that we got. We're getting better and better. Consistency, you know, freaking discipline, like it's 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 coming together, guys. Like I'm really, I'm actually excited to freaking see us how we're going to be next year. Next next January, I'd love to sit down and, and watch some of these group admin lives and, and then come back and then and be like, you know, see how we are and how much better we, we get next year. But I appreciate everybody watching. Thank you for uh, uh, listen to, listening to us and coming in and everything. Um, with that, always remember two things, you guys. You're stronger than what you think. Ed. And you're not alone. Peace. Peace. When I was just a young buck, mama always told me, son, keep your head up. I started hustling in the street cause I was fed up. At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up. Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood. That's why I have no remorse and never show no love. Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks. Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug. And knowing that I needed to change, always taking from people who probably needed the same. But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang. And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain. Boy, gotta come up somehow. Instead of running these streets from sun up to sun down, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Do 
doing things that we know we ain't supposed to And I'ma do whatever it takes To keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to I can never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but What did you do? What did you do? This is what I did. This is what I did. Yeah, I followed through with the plans. Washing my hands, I'm through with chasing these bands. Found hope, put down dope. Becoming a man, picking up the number two and letting go of the grams. I, I never thought that I could make it this far to eating caviar from stealing stereos from your car. You be a fool not to change and try and better yourself. Better quit while you ahead, don't get ahead of yourself. And then truth, you'll find peace and find me. Blowing on pine trees, trying to fill up a dime piece. No more popping my nine piece. Streets. Don't take life for granted, cause boy, you know your time's least. And life is what you make it. Better take the music that you dance to and face it. So next time a hater says you can't make it, let that be your motivation to show them that you was destined for greatest. And while we gotta learn the hard way, doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. Get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up Never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up You see, change is inevitable So it's never too late to make a difference As an individual Cause we gotta do that To become better as a whole all for one, and one for all. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough of that tough. Kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up. Never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up.